Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I have plenty more tweets if you want. Well, well I don't have or time can... right now, so hold oh, on. I'm sorry. Do you need to uh, rake off all your sleet? What was it you said? <laughs> so stupid. Say your words. Get the words out. This is a radio. We have to actually say words here. They can't see us. It doesn't matter. I've been out here for 20 years. <laughs> they assume I don't know how to talk by now. They don't understand anything I say. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You wanna sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Friday! Football Friday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Oh, we got a big program today. Saturday Showcase. Get you ready for the biggest games of the weekend. That is coming up at 334. NFL picks at 448. Teddy, how did we do last week? Did we oh, actually wanna, beat the know. caller? Yeah, it came down to the tiebreaker, actually. Oh. And, Mike, you did beat the caller with the tiebreaker, which the score was... That was picked by Bone, so Bone kind of helped out. I was going to say, Mike, you got the caller. I don't pick the point total. I picked the point total. But still, you guys Mike, won. Mike beat the... Well, I think of us as, as a team. A team we, effort. Okay, yeah, we, Hey, the show right. won. It's the first time this season we beat the caller. Oh, yes. That's, that's good. Caller gets a prize every time now. I don't feel bad about it. That's right. I, I want to beat him. I am, I am with you on that. I am going to blame the mediocre football that we have been seeing as the reason why we've sucked. But now we've dialed our radars in because we've... We're adjusted to just everyone being poo. And if you needed any evidence of that. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Oof, so NFL picks night. coming up at 448. Tool of the week in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. Before we get to the game from last night, we had day baseball today. It's over. It is over. The Guardians have beaten the Rays. Two to one up in the land, so they can wrap this up tomorrow. I mean, it's best of three. They're hosting all these games. This is why I think it's ridiculous just to write off this team. Because this is the formula for success. It happened exactly true to form today. Bieber goes seven and two thirds, gave up a run. He was fantastic. Jose Ramirez hits a two run homer. The game took two hours and 17 minutes. The end. It was, I'll tell you what, it was everything Major League Baseball should want out of a game. No kidding. It was a very well played game. It was two good pitchers on the mound, two very tough defensive teams that both were able to make, you know, big plays throughout. And then what did you get? Your star on the Guardians. Jose Ramirez does what he does, right? That guy is just one of the most, I, I would say, in the local market where he plays, has to be pound for pound one of the most beloved players in all of sports in his market, right? I don't know that you'd have many other players in another city that would be more popular than him. 
he's he's been phenomenal this year and obviously had a big moment in this game. But you yeah. know who the best hitter on this team is, and more often than not, he's still going to beat you. He delivers. He delivered. Yeah. And again, we know how great this team has been all year with just finding clutch hits in moments and getting good pitching. But yeah, the formula worked today. And and you're right. Also, on the time of the game, that two was hours a, and seventeen minutes. It was. It looked like a baseball game for beautiful. once. That was actually enjoyable to sit here as we we're in the office. I know we have that luxury because we work in a sports station. But yeah, it was it was a nice game to watch. It was a good thing to just sit there and enjoy. Only good thing happens. Good things happen when you watch baseball in coats. Because I feel like if you're in heavy coats, it's either early in the season and you haven't been jaded by the length of the, the season and your team isn't bad enough yeah, for you to you hate have, them. You can still have some hope, theoretically. Right, there's, there's hope there. And then if you're watching baseball in heavy coats, it's the end of the season and your team is presumably good mm, and in the playoffs. That's right. Yeah, that's you know what? That's an excellent point. I hadn't considered that before. Baseball but, in coats. Right. Former Patriots tight end Ben Coates as um, well. Speaking of names, I have a uh, little interesting thing that was retweeted by our guy Jason Stark. Who's that? Um, so this in this game, you had a couple of pitchers starting against each other, both named Shane. Shane Bieber and Shane McClanahan. Then Shane McMahon showed up and mm, jumped off Shane hell in the cell. That's right. <laughs> So in this game, in the sixth inning, that's when all the uh, scoring happened. Jose Siri got it going. He hit a home run off of Shane Bieber. And then the bottom of the sixth, Jose Ramirez homered off of Shane McClanahan. And Ru- Ru's, uh, Ru's, Ru's son. son. Grandson, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Anyway, uh, this apparently is the first time in playoff history where two different hitters with the same first name homered off of two different pitchers with the same first name. Who's measuring this? I don't know, Who's but it's apparently this? A, this is a thing. You, If you watched this game, you saw something that in all of the eternal history of baseball, you've never had two first names of the same hit a home run off two guys who also had the same first name. And that happened in the same inning, of all things. Incredible. Incredible. All right, Guardians up one game to nothing. They can wrap up the series tomorrow. There we go. We had football last night. Colts beat the Broncos 12-9. to Hang on. In theory, we had the hallmarks of a thing called football, like a television broadcast, stadium full of fans, touchdown, end zones. Like, I mean, you had end zones. You didn't have touchdowns. But you did not have a football game last night. That was an atrocity. And look, it has nothing to do with the score. I've watched low-scoring games that hold my attention that I think are well-fought contests on both sides where teams are playing defense and you had big plays, even if they didn't result in points. You had none of that last night. This game was terrible. It was horrible to watch. No, you had you had Al Michaels openly on the broadcast saying, "This well, don't, is a don't spoil my tease for the next segment." Oh, is that your tease for the next segment? Yeah, I got to look at the sheet again. Al Michaels wanted to be somewhere else last night. Details oh. next. All right, you have. I don't know who was calling the game. There were people saying the game sucked on the broadcast. Whoever that was. Anyway, we'll find out later who that was. Thanks. All right. Um, but all I know is this. If you watched all four quarters of that and the overtime period of that game. I couldn't. Well, if you did. I didn't turn it off. You deserve, I don't know, you get to be in the front office of an NFL team. Because you must be the biggest tape grinder, football junkie of anyone out there. I don't know why you would watch this game. Even 
the the Broncos fans didn't want to watch. Is that a tease? I don't want to spoil that. The Broncos fans didn't want to watch this game. Me, you're blaming me because you can't read. That's right. And somehow it's my fault. I just didn't know I was going to. I didn't know we were going to parse the game that wasn't and was awful into three segments today. But I guess we are. We're going to chop it up. Anyway, that was an atrocious game, and it sucked, and I hated every minute of it. The little I didn't watch the whole thing live. I went back and watched highlights today because yeah, I could not. I, that's what I had to. I do. could not stick with that thing for more than a quarter. Neither it was could so the bad. fans. You're talking about a tie game, all right? Yes, and they walked out. Tie game, and lots of Bronco fans said after the fourth quarter, "I've had enough of this. I'm gotta going go. home." Yeah, I got to beat the traffic in a game my team could win. Boy, Russell Wilson. Let's let's have a discussion. Me, tell me if you disagree with this statement. Okay. We see people who play badly. There is a difference between someone playing bad and being bad. I'm telling you right now, Russell Wilson is bad. Russell Wilson's not in any sort of slump. Russell Wilson's not going to kick it into gear. Russell Wilson is bad. We looked at Russell Wilson the last couple of years in Seattle, and we said, man, that team around him's not very good. Look at him. He's running around trying to make plays. It's not fair to him. He needs to be on a good team. Pete Carroll doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Now, Pete Carroll still may not know what he's doing. But that Seahawks team underachieved and wasn't very good because Russell Wilson wasn't very good. We couldn't see it because he was still in it. Now that he's gone, this Bronco team was a borderline playoff team with no quarterback last year. And they have somehow gotten worse offensively. So, yes, that's on their dumb new head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, who doesn't know how to manage a game to save his life. But Russell Wilson is bad, and they are going to pay him a lot of money, and they gave up a lot of picks for that guy. Fans are leaving. They are booing, and they want their coach to be fired four games into the season. Oh, it's it's a it's a nightmare situation because I I didn't think Russell Wilson would be this. I didn't think he would be bad. Period. You and I were both fans I of thought, his. I thought this was a good move. We'd stick up for him. Yeah, I would say, well, maybe it's just in Seattle there. You know, they really haven't had a running game for years. Uh, he's trying to do everything. Put him on a decent team. Let's see what happens. Well, he's on a decent team now. I'm watching that game last night, man. Their their red zone office is, offense is atrocious. I mean, that you can put on some coaching, right? You can say, well, they're not calling the right place. Fine. What I'm telling you is, how many times did you see Russell Wilson last night where... There are guys covered or he's trying to, you know, you'd think he's going to try to make a play. They're going to try to do something. And instead, he throws the ball 10 feet over a guy's head. And I thought I was watching Baker. and it was, Right. And it was not a purposeful, oh, I'm overthrowing it so that if anyone can get it, my guy no, will get it. He was it. missing. Your guy had missing. no chance to, you were just, you, you can't just throw it away like that. Again, on purpose, I'd. I don't even know if he was doing that though is the problem because I would it looked like he would see something and he was firing it like he's trying to fit it into a tight window and then it would just completely miss everyone. It wasn't even close. And it would sail over everyone's head and hit the back of the stands, hit the stands there at the you know, where the wall is to keep you from hopping down on the field. And I don't understand how that's even a, a possibility for a guy that's supposedly as good as he is. He just looked like he's completely lost right now. Terrible. I'm looking at their schedule. At the Chargers is the well, next game that they play. Assuming the Chargers are anything like they should be, they should lose. The Broncos should lose that game. They host the Jets, at the Jags, at the Titans, host the Raiders, at the Panthers. All right, there's some room for improvement in their record, is there not? At the Ravens. Denver absolutely could get, still be, they could be a 
a 500 or better team by the end of that stretch, yeah. no doubt. They're only two and three. But that doesn't mean they're any good. Man, they're bad. They look so well, bad and, last night. And the Colts are bad. We Let's, let's so yeah. Colts bad. Let's, Matt Ryan bad. Let's back up there. Uh, first of all, I hope you listened to Degenerate T-Bone yesterday where I told you Alec Pierce, go take the over on his like 35 yards. He had eight catches, 81 yards. And I also told you to take the under on this game. Yeah, I hope you, you were did right that on too. both those things. Anyway, the Colts though, we, I, we, we get a lot of things wrong. You and I both looked at the Colts before this season and said, is Matt Ryan, did we miss something with that guy? With the Falcons? Because the last couple of years I watched him, everyone was saying, I don't know if he's any good well, the anymore. Only, the only reason why I gave him a chance, I said, if Matt Ryan cannot turn the football over and Jonathan Taylor has another one of these fantastic seasons, they could do something. Because they should have been a playoff team with Carson Wentz Well, true enough, last right. year. But... Matt Ryan is not the I like of those two quarterbacks, Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson. I thought Russell Wilson had a lot left. I thought of Matt course. Ryan had any barely anything left. You're right. And it turns out totally wrong. Matt Ryan has nothing. I I didn't think he had much left. Russell Wilson has nothing left too. It looks like the running game being so bad yesterday, obviously no Jonathan Taylor. That's a problem, but I don't think the Colts are marginally better anyway than what you saw here. I got a tease for you. Okay, I'm ready you for ready? it. Lay it on me. Al Michaels wanted to be somewhere else last okay, night. Okay, I can't wait to find out what that was about. Details next. Mm-hmm. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of I-70 downtown split westbound at US-23. Traffic is bumper to bumper from the 71 East Split in this area. Please use extra caution and plan on some heavy stop-and-go delays. This traffic report is sponsored by Tim Hortons. Tim's is turning Coffee Day into Coffee Month with a 99-cent medium hot or iced coffee when you order on the app. Celebrate Coffee Month with Tim's Fresh Fruit Original Blend Coffee for just 99 cents. Limited time, U.S. only. Valid only on TimHortons.com or in the app. Additional terms apply. Only at Array with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Football Friday. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. Now T-Bone's going to tell you about water. Well, Mike, specifically, we're going to talk about salt today because uh, when I got my Connecticut system put in, got the whole home treatment put in there, K5 drinking water station, it's all been great. But when we got that put in, I asked the people who installed it, the wonderful technicians from Connecticut, hey, how often do I need to change the salt in the system? Because that's what it's using to purify the water. And they looked at me and said, well, you know, it's hard to say because you have five people in your house, however many showers you're going to take every day, how many times people are brushing their teeth, and then how much you use it for cooking. And suddenly I'm like, I can't do the math on that. I don't know. So he said, just, you know, you'll find out after a few months as you use it. And I said, all right, that's fine. Lo and behold, a few months after I get it, they come out with the Connect Salt Monitor. Am I responsible for that? Probably. Am I going to take credit for it? Definitely. But now, it takes all the guesswork out of it. You get a notification on your phone when your system's low on salt. You can schedule that so you know, oh, time to go get more salt. It lets you know instantly based on however much water you're using. The Connect Salt Monitor, only from Kinetico, 
ConnecticutColumbus.com. Get the funk out of your water and get the salt in your system with Connecticut. So you take credit for that. I'm going to take credit for something else. Go ahead. I was at McDonald's this morning. You and I single-handedly brought the bagel breakfast sandwiches back to central Ohio. Yep. And we were very excited about this. We were proud of our accomplishment. We did it. However, when we first got the initial press release, it said limited time. Mm -hmm. And so you and I were a little upset about that. We wanted a permanent thing. Well, I went to McDonald's this morning, and the bagel sandwiches, at least at the McDonald's I went to, they had a number next to their combo. Oh. Which is the first time that's happened, which I'm assuming means it's back on a permanent basis. And you can thank us. If you get a number at McDonald's for your combo, go ahead and just realize you, you've you made it. You've but done something. But what I was disappointed in, I'm sure they'll make you one because they have all the ingredients. They took the sausage one away. Yeah, I'm sure so they had just the bacon ask, like, and they had the steak. Can I get one with sausage on it? I'm sure they'll do I it. I know, but just give it a number. Yeah, I know. Let's go. What are we doing here? Well, but you know what, though? The bacon and the steak, those were the ones that we used to have, right? Those are the ones yes. that we always had for a long time. So maybe they're just going back to the, um, as the uh, management types like to say, a more normal cadence okay. with how they produce these sandwiches. Uh, before we get to Al Michaels, I know that was a, a big tease you want to get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do want to wish a very happy birthday today. Uh, nothing but the best. He's our guy. Happy 70th birthday to Vladimir Putin. Your number one source for unreliable deep state lies and manipulations every time. 97.1 The Comrade. He's great. Is he? He's a great man. Is He's he? shaping the nation. Which nation? All of them. Oh. Right. When he eventually drops nukes on people, it will shape it, it everybody. Will, it will physically shape continents. I agree. Yeah, with so you. there's that. I mean, he's a yeah. judo expert. Mm-hmm. He's scoring goals in hockey games. He's riding horses shirtless. Yeah. 70 years old. Congratulations to you. That's, uh, well, I don't have much nice to say about the man. Well, you better watch yourself. What do you mean, watch myself? If you say something negative, Alex Ovechkin's going to come in here. What's he going to do? He's going to scream at you. What's he going to do if I say something negative about him? Start a war and then lose it? Is that what he's going to do? That's what it seems like he did with Ukraine. Let's go, Ukraine. I'm with Ukraine, buddy. Stand with those people. It's his birthday. I don't care about his birthday. I'm just saying, it's his birthday. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'll light all the candles on his cake if he pulls all those troops out. Let's go. Stop! Stop right. at this well, needless you know war. Let's this go guy over here. I'm I'm here to tell you, happy birthday, Vlad. Oh, yeah, I'm happy gonna say, birthday. I'm gonna say happy. Hope you lose the war. I got one of those under siege Steven Seagal cakes where the naked lady pops out. You for do? You? Yes. Can that naked lady work for the CIA? Can we just perhaps? Okay, good. And then I'm all the I'm cake all about that. May be poison. Go, hey, I'm all for that too. Actually, I hope the woman hopping out of the cake is Poison Ivy from the Batman series, and she's going to just take it upon herself to right this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, game last night sucked, the Thursday night football game. By the way, if the ratings come out today and it's like 13 million people watch, then you know they're fake. <laughs> you know, because everybody I've talked to said they could not watch that game. They turned the game off last well, night. Well, but you know what's funny, though? Because last night I... I like watched a little bit of it and said this is gross i'll check back in later and then i saw that it was going to overtime and i'm like well i'll flip it back over and see and i just made a couple jokes on twitter about you know this is why we all need hobbies like let's not 
this is a, the best advertisement ever for like whittling because we could have been doing that instead of watching this crappy game. And I had a bunch of people replying like, yeah, I've been watching the whole thing. It's really terrible. People were watching this All thing. Right. I just, I don't think it was 13 million to your point. All I right, here's Al Michaels. believe that. This is Al Michaels who's doing the play-by-play last night. Here's some comments from him. He said this, uh, when the Colts had the ball down 6 nothing just before halftime. This is the type of game you'd like to have as the fifth regional on CBS on Sunday. A few things he broke the rules of broadcasting on there. For And I applaud him for doing it because he's spot on. Number one, he mentioned that the thing you're watching is bad. That's, yes. that's They always don't want you to do that. They're he's always 77. Like, he doesn't care. Good for him. No, he should do that. The other thing he did, though, that is a big no-no that typically all the executive types would be like, oh, don't do that. He mentioned another network. He well, mentioned someone else. Amazon's not technically a network, so I they're know, not but competitors. They're, they're partners. I, I know that. I'm just saying he brought up CBS on a different broadcast and then said said the game was bad, said it should be on a competitor's network in their worst time slot. That's what he basically said. Uh, something else he said. It's first and goal. Words I thought I would never speak tonight. <laughs> Let him live. <laughs> By the way, going back to those stupid unwritten rules of broadcasting. Yeah, there's which a I, lot of which them, I hate. and they suck. I remember it was probably a year or two after I started here, and we had some. We used to have bump back music that played, and we never knew what type of music was coming on. Oh yeah, it could be Nine Inch Nails, it could be Sweet Home Alabama. We had no idea, and one of these classic rocker type songs played, and I made the joke about how hey, you listening to QFM. Oh, right, yeah. Whoever was program director at the time, I could actually hear him run down the hall to yell at me. I could hear the pitter-patter. Hmm. So Don't dumb. Don't mention the competitor. People are unaware that People we're know not that a classic rock station? Exist, and if you wanted to listen to classic rock, yeah, you'd probably go listen to a station that, that plays that. was the mentality for years, and in some places it still is. Treat the audience like they're four... And they have no idea that other radio stations exist. I just and I never understood that. I've never understood it either. I mean, I don't. I've invited people from other radio stations on our station. Yeah. Well, you know what? In general, in society, when you have unwritten rules, you know why they're not written down? Is because they're so asinine and stupid that if anybody did write them down, they'd immediately feel like a dork. So they go, oh, I don't want to write that I like down. The That's word stupid. Dork. We don't use it enough. Well, they are. You're a big dork You're if that's the way you look at it. Dork. Don't mention the other radio stations in town. You're a dork. Shut up. <laughs> we get you ready for the biggest games tomorrow with the Saturday Showcase coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident as cleared from I-70 downtown Fort Westbound at US-23. All lanes have reopened in that area, but traffic is still slow from the 71 East Split. Plan about a five-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. This fall, find everything you love listening to on Audible, from memoirs and true crime to celebrities and sci-fi. Audible is the home of storytelling, audiobooks, podcasts, and originals. Sign up for a free 30-day trial at audible.com. Only an array with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. 
Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Join Bob McGillicott and Tyvis Powell under the lights for the fans' high school football game of the week. Coverage of this week's matchup to Sales and Waterson starts tonight at 6.30. And after the game, stay tuned for high school football overtime featuring scores and recaps. Then when you get home, catch highlights from games around Central Ohio on 1st and 10 tonight at 11.15 on 10 TV. 10 TV. Mm. Yeah. You, ready? you ready to break down the games for I'm us? I'm totally ready to Are go. Are you psyched? I am don't beyond. Be a, don't be a dork. I'm beyond excited. I am. I am. Hopefully, I probably am a dork, but I'm going to try not to be one today. Saturday showcase. Common Man and T Bone present Saturday Showcase. Sponsored by Roosters, a fun casual joint, and the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Our first game, number eight, Tennessee, at number 25, LSU. This is noon on ESPN. Yeah, an interesting matchup here. Tennessee's offense, pretty good, averaging an FBS best nearly 560 yards per game, and SEC best 48.5 points per game. Hendon Hooker, big reason why he has been really good for this offense. Uh, the passing game ranks number one in the country. He's completed 71% of his attempts. He is running the football effectively. He does everything. I mean, he hasn't thrown an interception in his last 212 attempts. That goes back to last season. Uh, but meanwhile, on the other side of the football, LSU, their offense isn't bad either, but it's much more of a running-based offense. They're averaging nearly 200 rushing yards a contest. Quarterback Jaden Daniels, he's been a key cog in that. He ranks ninth in the SEC and 321 rushing yards and three scores. That's not for quarterbacks. That's just total rushing yards. So, yeah, he's doing all right. I still think Tennessee remains undefeated in this game, but I think it's close, uh, especially being on the road in LSU. Tennessee, though, I think stays undefeated and gets the job done. Big game in the Big 12, number 17, TCU at number 19, Kansas. This is in Lawrence. This is the third straight home sellout. For Kansas, they have not done that since Jesus walked the earth. This is noon. That's right on FS1. Uh, dual threat quarterback Jalen Daniels, kind of the big reason why, at least offensively, that there's been a lot of notoriety for Kansas. Uh, he is averaging 9.2 yards per pass attempt, 7.2 yards per carry. Uh, he's also got a couple good running backs back there: Devin Neal, Daniel Highshaw Jr. So they got a really good rushing attack there. But TCU's defensive coordinator Joe Gillespie. They are they are also a good unit there. That defensive line, that front seven, they are tough to deal with. And they are some of the, you know, a, a team in the Big 12 that likes to play defense, which is rare, but they do it and they've done it for years. And this is a good group they have even this year. Uh, some of their top players, they've got veteran corner Travius Hodges, Tomlinson, who's one of the de- best cover guys in the nation. So, yeah, they've got some talent back there. The problem they're going to have, uh, they now have... A little bit of an offense that can give teams trouble if they get going, but they don't always get going. TCU's quarterback, Max Duggan, uh, he is leading the nation in passer rating thanks to an 11 to nothing touchdown interception ratio, and he's coming off a good performance against Oklahoma. That sounds great, but I think it sets them up for a little bit of a failure. I think they start to overlook this Kansas team that cannot be overlooked. Whatever, I'm riding with the Jayhawks. I say they get it done. I think Kansas... Pulls the upset. They're actually not favored in this game, but I think Kansas gets it done. Number 11, Utah. At number 18, UCLA. This is in the Rose Bowl, 330 on Fox. Uh, Chip Kelly. Chip. Back? 
Are we going to say that? UCLA is undefeated. I'm saying they're 5-0. They they're back right now. Well, they feel back. Best start since 2013. They beat Washington 40-32 to uh, to close out the month of September. But their their offense is looking good. They are being they're able to be efficient on offense. They're putting up some numbers. They're not they're not bad, and they've not committed a turnover the last two games. They've averaged over 500 yards of offense, so that's all good. But what is Utah known for? They're known for their defense, right? Like we were talking TCU. You know that they're going to play good defense in the Big Twelve. Well, in the Pac twelve, Utah is that team that if anybody's playing defense, it's usually them. Uh, I think they are going to slow down this offense a little bit. Uh, that you saw with UCLA, that you've seen with UCLA. Clark Phillips the third. let's talk about him. He had three picks last week in the 42-16 victory for Utah over Oregon State. One of those three interceptions was a pick six. So Utes lead pack, the Pac-12 in scoring defense, just allowing 14.4 points per game and passing defense, not even allowing 160 yards per game through the air. Yeah, they're good, and I think they slow down this UCLA hype train a little bit. I think Utah gets it done on the road. Uh, that is at the Rose Bowl, correct, I yes. believe? So, yes. yeah, I think I think Utah gets it done. Uh, number one, Alabama hosts unranked Texas A&M. This is 8 o'clock on CBS. Yeah, Alabama 5-0 and now. Not a surprise, but if you haven't been paying attention, I think most people who watch college football are aware that Bryce Young suffered an injury in that game against Arkansas last week. AC joint to his throwing shoulder. His status is, according to all the sources, uncertain for Saturday night's matchup. Jalen Milrow, though, if he does have to play, uh, he's looked good in the limited time he's been out there. And obviously, Alabama typically gets some pretty good recruits at every position. So whoever is going to step in, it will be Jalen Milrow. But you would expect him to be pretty good because that's what they usually get. Crimson Tide, they've scored at least 49 points or more in four out of their la- their first five games this year. Won those matchups by at least 23 points or more. By the way, the line in this game is 24. Uh, so I'm not I'm not too worried about this game. Texas A&M has been atrocious, and they've had to switch quarterbacks again. Max Johnson came in, kind of got the job over Haynes King after he or Haynes King him too after he struggled in the first couple games. But now Max Johnson is expected to miss significant time due to an injury he suffered last week in the loss to Mississippi State. Texas A&M's quarterback situation sucks. I think they suck. I think Jimbo Fisher is overrated. I think Nick Saban is looking forward to coaching against Jimbo Fisher. More on that later. But, yeah, I'm going to take Bama, and I'm going to take them to beat Texas A&M by way more than those 24 points that the spread says it'll be. I think it could easily be a five-plus touchdown type of victory for them. And finally, the biggest game of the weekend. You've done all your research on this one. UTEP at Louisiana Tech. This is 7 o'clock. Mm. On your kaleidoscope. I have no idea what to tell you about that game. Nothing. Other than UTEP, my guys. You, your go. guys, UTEP? I don't know. Sure. Uh, cheap tickets. Not a ton of super cheap tickets on the resale market this week. Let me see. Uh, $11 gets you into Arkansas and Mississippi State down in Starkville. I mean, that's an SEC game. Sure. Yeah. Can you drink the water down there yet? I don't know about that. You're not drinking water when you go to those games, so you're drinking hottie toddies. Eastern Michigan at Western Michigan, that's nine bucks in Kalamazoo. Mm. Bowling Green against Buffalo, eleven dollars. Where's that one? Bowling Green. That's where you want to be. It's a great campus. That's what I've T Bone here said. for college. That's what I've always said. Uh East Carolina and Tulane. That game is in New Orleans. Four bucks. Oh. For that one. Four dollars. Yeah, roll on in there, watch a little 
college football. What's bad about North that? Carolina at Miami, eight dollars at like again, Hard Rock Stadium. We talk about these prices. You know, like a high school football game is probably more expensive than a lot of these tickets we're talking about mm-hmm. to watch college football. I would go to that if I were in the area. What do you think the get-in price is for Ohio State and Michigan State? Get in the door? I'm going to well, say... this is a secondary market, get in the say, door. I'm going to say $65. $29? Really? Yeah. Wow. Vivid seats, $29. Bucks. If you're up there, make it happen. Actually, you know what? 27 bucks. I lied to you. Oh, wow. I mean, it's upper level, top of the stadium, but still. They're, but their stadium's not as big as Ohio Stadium, so it's probably going to be like better seats than you're used to if there you usually are, sit up high. There are lots of seats available. Uh, yeah. I'm okay. telling you. It's going to be... Sparty fans I, are not showing up to this. It's going to be Buckeye fans. Yeah, it'll be a lot of people probably getting it tomorrow. Probably drive up, take check the app as they're driving, mm-hmm. pick it up. And that's the nice thing now with the... As much as I get annoyed by the digital tickets sometimes, you can do that like minutes before the game. You can just say, oh, I'm buying the tickets. And then you just walk in. They're on your phone. You walk in. You're done. Tom Brady is a smart man. I'll tell you why. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find some backups on 670 Westbound between Leonard Avenue and 4th Street. Plan on some delays. And more slowdowns on I-71 Southbound between Hudson and 5th Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples Print Marketing Services help small businesses create bold signs to make big impressions. Right now, get $10 off custom printed signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. Offer ends on December 31st. Visit staples.com slash this is your sign for details. This is your sign to print big at Staples. Only NRA with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Their BMI is higher than their IQ. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. We were talking about Kansas in the last segment. Mm -hmm. They got a big home game against TCU. It'll be their third straight home sellout for football. That has not happened in forever. And they're taking advantage of being 5-0 and bone because they just announced today $300 million in football upgrades to the stadium, oh, wow. to the facility. They've been trying to get this done for many, many years because, uh, what is it called, Memorial Stadium there sure. in Lawrence? That's, that could it's be. It's old I have no idea. and gross, and they've been trying to get renovations passed, but... The appetite has not been there because Kansas football has been terrible. But now they're 5-0, and so here's $300 million. Let them live. It's incredible, right, how suddenly schools can find that money if you're just, like, even barely showing competency for, I don't know, 30 seconds of your life. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll give you everything you want all of a sudden. I, I'm happy for the Kansas fans. I'm happy for Timmy Hall, who's a, you know, alum of the school, went there. But Timmy yeah. thought someone was trying to kill him today. Oh, why is that? Timmy told me that he got into his car and exhaust started coming out of the air vents. Oh. Inside the cabin. Yeah, that's not that's he not supposed to happen. He said he could smell it and he could see it. So he drove to the mechanic with the window down 
Good call. So that he wouldn't kill himself while he was driving. Dropped it off the mechanic. Mechanic looked at it, tested it, just called him back, said, I, I can't find anything wrong with the car. Oh, really? So either Timmy's crazy or there's a there's a plot. Plot on and his I, life? Normally, I would say, look at the spouse because I watch a lot of Dateline. And I also know that, you know, Timmy's spouse hates him. Mm. But there are so many people that want Tim dead. True, it could be, I don't know where it to could start. be just about anyone. I mean, there's three sitting right here, you, me, right. and Teddy. It could be anyone in this building, clearly. Anyone in the city of Columbus that's heard of him possibly could want him dead. I mean, yeah, that's, so a, that's a possibility. People. Where right. would you start? Timmy, who do you want to narrate your story on Dateline? Keith Morrison or one of the other guys? Or maybe your 48 Hours guy? What are you talking about? I want Matt Andrews to narrate that. Oh, come on now. And then someone tried to kill him with the exhaust. Look at his photograph. I want uh who was the guy that used to be on <laughs> What was the guy that used to be on Dateline? Was it Stone Phillips? Oh yes. I want Stone Phillips to narrate your life. Stone did the Dahmer interview. Oh, he did? Yes, he did. I didn't realize that. Yep. They had a big deal with a, a car or something, right? Some scandal with that that show Dateline back in the day, right? Dateline with a car? With, with some type of, you know, cars they were testing or something like that like and death they, cars? they they did uh, a story where they thought there was something wrong with these cars, but I think there was nothing wrong with them. There's a big scandal. Oh, there was. Dateline. I didn't I'm know pretty sure it was that. Stone Phillips back in the day. Oh, oh, really? Well, then you don't want him narrating something about your car because Remember maybe this get about it wrong. Stone Phillips. The only thing stiffer than Stone Phillips, Richard Simmons watching Stone Phillips. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like the name Stone as just that's a ballsy way to go into it. Just say that's what are we his real this name. Kid? We're naming this kid he, Stone. He was a college football quarterback, Stone Phillips. Was he really? He was, and I forget where he played. Teddy, I think it was somewhere in the Ivy League, maybe. Well, that would ring true if your name's Stone. But he was a starting quarterback, college now, football. I'm just saying, like, if you're there's, then this is what sucks about society. There are rules that no one knows why they started, but they happened, and we all live with them. For example, if your parents are of the type that could get you into Harvard, and you, or you can get into Harvard, and your parents can afford to send you there and all that stuff, if you come from that level of society and your name is Stone, people go, well, must be a family name. It's a good, strong family name. If your parents' names are like Rick and Brenda and you drive a dump truck, you're not allowed to name your kid Stone. People will yell at you and say, don't name the kid Stone, Rick. What's wrong with you? That's dumb. Don't do that. But a guy named Stone can end up on national TV, be a star quarterback at an Ivy League school. Where did he, he go to school? That's Teddy? all fine. It was Yale. Yeah, and he was right. a quarter, starting quarterback. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So if you belong to Probably that skull and crust bones of society, there, hanging out with Boosh, I'm just saying, if you Boosh. happen to be someone who's like, you know, not from the wealth, you can't name your kid Stone. Or if you do, you're going to get made fun of. And that sucks. When did he graduate? Was he with... Bush is probably a little bit older than Stone, right? Oh, he had to be a lot older yeah, than Stone, Yeah, this was right? in the 70s. 70, like 7 he graduated from there? Yeah. yeah. Stone Phillips is not in Bush era age, right? 77? That's probably pretty close When did Bush go? No. I'm, I'm, I'm way off on... I'm going to say Bush graduated from Yale... Like mid seventies, probably around then. Hang right? On. He was born Bush. George W. Bush was born in nineteen forty six. So he'd oh, be twenty so in nineteen sixty six. 
All so right. he probably would have been in college late late sixties. So probably right. he's like ten. So Stone Phillips is in his probably mid sixties. I didn't know Stone. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee. That says, "Fool me once, shame on, shame on you." If fool me, we can't get fooled again. All right, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a smart man. He's really not because he should have retired and his marriage is disintegrating and yeah, whatever. Right. But. Uh, he was asked by a uh, a journalist yesterday about the parody in the National Football League. Here's what Tom Brady had to say. Do you think, for Tom, in all your years, there's even more parody now? There's a lot of teams that are two and two. I think there's a lot of bad football from what I watch. You know, <laughs> I watch a lot of bad football, a lot of yeah, poor quality of football. That's what I see. I was thinking about that quote last night while I was watching that piece of crap football game. Yeah, there is a lot of crap he, in the he's, NFL. He's not wrong. I do wonder this, though, about Tom Brady when he gets into the uh, NFL booth, because, you know, that's already lined up. That's where he's going next. Mm -hmm. Is he going to be a guy who honestly critiques what he sees, which is totally fine? If that's what he's seeing, he's like, yeah, you know what? The NFL's been great for a long time. This year, though, for whatever reason, it's just a little down from what I usually expect. I'm not sure why that is. Then that's fine. But if Tom Brady every year, if his angle is like, I got to tell you, not like when I played, and it's, if he's going to be that guy, and if he's going to start coming into that world of, yeah, football suffered quite a bit, pretty much right when I was getting out of it, it was going downhill, you know, that may not be something that is entertaining when he just constantly says it's awful. I don't think he will. I think this is genuine criticism, because I also see bad football everywhere I look. I see a lot of mediocre teams Posing as good Mediocre. teams. I think the bloom is off the rose a little bit for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Now, before Tom Brady, they had problems selling tickets down in Tampa. Mm -hmm. um, since Tom Brady signed, well, they won the Super Bowl the first year he was there. Yeah. And it's been the hottest ticket in town. Their game against the Falcons this week, not sold out. Well, tickets available. Let's just be, let's put everything out there, though. I mean, there is that whole hurricane that kind of went through the area Tampa's fine well that Tampa's fine and they sold their game out last week right after the hurricane they did the chiefs that was that was oh, okay. that week all right but what i'm saying is could it be that maybe there's a lot of chiefs fans that were like yeah we'll go to that game and maybe there's a lot of tampa fans now who are like yeah i'm not spending as much money on tickets in the next few no. weeks because of no. you think it's just if there were football if related. there weren't a history of them not buying tickets to watch that team yeah, well, I, I could buy that. But I'm I just, think they're looking at this saying, yeah, it's not must-see anymore. We know this team's not very good. I'm just going to throw out that there may be a hurricane going through the air. It might have had just a small... Tampa's fine. The next few weeks of people saying, I, yeah, but they had to maybe you know do some siding on their house or something. And they're like, I'm not buying tickets the next few weeks. That could be. No. Okay. Wrong. Uh, Bone thinks Nick Saban is fooling everybody. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for right now. Traffic is beginning to build on 670 westbound between Leonard Avenue and 4th Street. Please use caution over here. Also going to find some delays on 71 southbound between Hudson and 5th Avenue. Plan on backups there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. As the leaves change, leave the hiring to Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. And Indeed's interview tool lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from their website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. 
Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Stupid impressions and bad math. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Football Friday. It is also Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now, at manandbone971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. We will talk Buckeye football coming up in mere moments. Uh, Bone thinks Nick Saban is fooling everybody. Mm, a little bit. I mean, here's my thing. I, I I realized that Bryce Young had an injury, and he went down in that game this past weekend. No, but you don't think it's real. Well, at the very least, I'm going to say this. I think it's been milked. Now, maybe it was completely 100%. He was in severe pain. But I wouldn't put it past old Nick Saban to tell Bryce Young. Because remember, Nick Saban's smarter than everybody else in college football. And by a quite a wide margin, it seems like. Wouldn't put it past him to go up to old Bryce Young and say, Hey, man, if you get hurt in this game or if you you know feel like you got a little ouchy and you want to come out of the game, just let me know. And I want to sell it. Because we already we're, we'll be fine in this one. We got it next week. Texas A and M. We need to get revenge on those guys. Never forget last last year they lost this game to Texas A and M. They don't want they want payback for that. And of course, Nick Saban has a little bit of a uh, thing where he hates Jimbo Fisher, or he should. I'm sure he does. For after everything Jimbo Fisher said about him in the off season, they both hate each other. Of course, but I think Nick Saban is. I wouldn't put it past Nick Saban at all. To say, yeah, you know what? You got hurt. Come out of the game. We're going to go ahead and just put you in the injury tent. We're going to go through all that. I want it to look bad. And I want everybody to kind of be freaked out about it. Oh, and by the way, here's the new offense for Texas A&M. We're rolling that out this week. We're doing that too. Like, I just, I want to believe that Nick Saban is as vindictive as I would be if that was said about me in the offseason. Which, by the way, I applaud Jimbo Fisher for hating on Nick Saban. That was all fun too. But... You do have to pay the piper when that happens. If you go out there and say Nick Saban sucks or he's not all you think he is or he's cheating too, go look up what God does. Look how God does his deals. That's what Jimbo Fisher said. I have to believe they're pulling out all the stops this week, even though they probably don't need to to beat this woebegone Texas A&M team who's got their own quarterback issues. Yeah, I, I will believe any conspiracy theory you want on Bryce Young injury status for this weekend. And the Aggie fans don't care about any of that. All they want to do is see their team win some damn games and move the football. Mm -hmm. You know, the reality is maybe Nick Saban is filthy dirty, but he's found a way to do it, not get caught, and win more games than anybody. And I think any fan base in the country would take that, if you're honest with yourself. Oh, they're lying if they say they wouldn't, of course. And and Texas A&M thought they were getting that. That's why they spent $100 million on their head coach. They, Dude, remember when he landed and he came to College Station? Jimbo Fisher got off the plane and they had like flag bearers and a red carpet and it may, they made it look well, like he it was may a, have pallbearers as well, he leaves. They made it look like a dignitary was flying in like from an, like a president of a country or something was flying in and it was just a guy who's going to coach their football team. Yeah, they they thought they and we all at the time thought that was a pretty big coup that they were able to get him away from Florida State and go to Texas A&M. I remember people saying, does, does he not know where he's headed to like Texas A&M? They have had a historically very important football program in college football history, but 
that program is going to be a lot tougher to win at than it would than it would be to win at Florida State, you would think, given the conference you're going to. And he has struggled in a way that I think a lot of people were wondering if that's what he wanted to sign up for. Now he is now he's currently dealing with that. Uh Buckeyes playing in East Lansing tomorrow. Coverage starts. What is it? Ten thirty tomorrow, Teddy? That sounds that right? right. Yes, right after uh Common Man T Bone weekend. Half hour extravaganza. But you can get the whole weekend show. On the podcast feed. Absolutely. All right, so coverage starts at 10.30. The kick time is shortly after 4 o'clock. Catch all the action right here on the fan. Buckeyes have not lost to Sparty since 2015. Hmm. I was watching that 2015 game today, not because I sought it out, but because it was on Big Ten Network. They were rerunning some games. And so I was in the office here watching that game, and even though I knew the outcome, you know, third was a third string quarterback comes in here, and that was JT Barrett, and that was, you know, an undefeated team, and Michigan State comes in with their backup quarterback. The Ohio State offense was woeful for that entire game. Yeah, but Michigan State, I want to say, didn't lead the entire game until they kicked that field goal at the end. That's that's right. They they led it when was, it mattered. The final score was seventeen to fourteen. Yeah. And I was watching that game today and I was getting just as angry as I did the first time I watched it. And I don't know why, because I know what the outcome's going to be, but I'm sitting there frustrated, yelling at the TV, why can't you do this? Why are you throwing in a double coverage, JT Barrett? I was so upset watching that game. Usually I'm always sort of nervous about Sparty, especially when they're here, even though it's in East Lansing tomorrow. But I am not nervous about this game at all tomorrow. Oh, no. I have no no nerves either. You know, and you can say, well, it's their first road game. We don't know how they're going to react. I... I think that'll make them even more focused. You know, they've, they've out of their routine a little bit. They've been practicing on grass this week. They're laser focused because it's their first road game. And all that aside, this Michigan State defense, especially the secondary, is god awful. Buckeyes had a little bit of an issue throwing the football last week consistently. You are not going to see that tomorrow. I would not be surprised if CJ went for 400 yards in the air through three quarters and then called it a day. Yeah. Um, Here are some stats I saw on 11 Warriors today. I'm sure you can find them elsewhere, but this is where I saw them. Sparty, their only wins this season are Western Michigan and Akron, which I think most people could look up and find that. Um, But they are awful. They rank 92nd nationally in total offense, 88th in scoring offense, 99th in total defense, and 54th in scoring defense. They are among the bottom five in the Big Ten in all four categories. So what would you call that? Usually, you would call that Rutgers, right? You would not call that Michigan State. That's a bad football team. I might go out on a limb and say Rutgers might be slightly better than Michigan State, quite honestly. And that's that's not exactly glowing praise for Sparty. That's pretty bad. I don't I don't have any concerns about Ohio State this weekend playing Michigan State. I do not. I've heard Ryan Day has said this stuff, and I get it. You say, "Oh, hey, we're going to a hostile environment. Big Ten on the road. You never know." It's going to be fifty fifty with Ohio State fans if minimum. That, yeah, I don't think it's going to be that hostile. And I think your guys are looking forward to going out there and have someone say something to them. I think I think this team has a little bit more nastiness than it did I in previous iterations. I agree. I think this team will do well on the road. I think they will look forward to hearing from somebody about you know, oh, you're not that good, or we don't we don't think you've got it. Like they're going to get some if there if there is a bit of a crowd, they're going to hear some boos, and I think they'll respond very well to that. Has there been a team outside of Michigan 
and I'm talking historically here, obviously not in the last 15 years or so, although last year, let's forget about it. Is there a team other than Michigan that has handed Ohio State more devastating losses in their history than Michigan State? Hmm. No, I, mean, I don't have the Penn State numbers in front of me. I'm not talking think, about all time. Like, I don't feel like Penn State's done it enough time. I mean, no, Penn State I'm, certainly has had let's those Let's just moments. think back for a second. And this is just out of our dumb memories. Yeah. Last loss was, was it, uh, what did I say, 2015, yeah. where they came in here with the backup quarterback and beat an undefeated Ohio State team 17-14. to 14. And if you have forgotten how painful that game was, just go back and watch some of it on YouTube because it was disgusting. The loss previous to that was in the Big Ten Championship game, right? That was Urban eating pizza oh, on the yeah, golf right, cart. Right, yeah. That was a devastating loss because that was a team that you thought was going to go and do something. Yeah, that was such a... Uh, this, this, I don't want to rethink all the Michigan State times where they've ended promising seasons. The loss before that was 2011 where Michigan State beat you 10-7. to Ugh. Buckeyes only scored seven that points. That was a gross season all the way around. But then, I mean, you obviously can go back to 98. We know about that one, too. That's Well, yeah. It, well, 98's. Yeah. To me, that's, that's one a, of that's the a ultimate panth- That's games. a pantheon gut punch game you for can't, me. You, you will never convince me that Ohio State was not the best team in college football in 1998. And we never saw it because of that Michigan State game. Yeah, I, I saw... I saw a... I got a tweet here from AV who says, how about Purdue? No. I mean, Purdue's had a couple that really sucked, but that's, that does not compare to Sparty. No. The amount of times and the amount, and also in the amount of times where Sparty didn't, didn't look like they were going to be anything in that year, and then they did something. And yes, I know you said Big Ten Championship game, and but go back and look at some of these losses that the Buckeyes had, and look at what Sparty was doing that year. They were not any good. And I know Purdue, you could say, well, Purdue's never any good. Right. That's why whenever Purdue does it, it's a shock. Michigan State does it. It seems like when they're a top five or top ten team, Ohio State fares pretty well with them. When Michigan State is doing nothing, which maybe should give us some pause for this game, but when they're doing nothing, that's when they suddenly rise up and shock the Buckeyes. Uh, Look, man, they lose this game tomorrow. We got problems. Well, well, of course. I don't think that's likely, though, and I'm not saying it. It's. I think in previous iterations, that 98 game, who was coaching Michigan State that year? Guy who ends up coaching a lot of teams national championships, right? Nick Saban. So you want to say, well, we underrated what Michigan State was that year. Yeah, we did, because in part, we didn't know what Nick Saban was going to be. But we do now. That's not what this is here. We're not underrating this team here, because this team here is brutally bad. No, this is not a team that can you know get feisty and play good defense. This team's defense is terrible. That's why I'm not worried. They haven't beaten a good team all year. They no, played, this team's defense they've is played terrible. three games against Big Ten schools, and I believe they've lost all three. So, yeah, they're they're bad. Uh, we'll talk some Browns and Bengals. Big weekend for them coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some slowdowns on I-71 southbound at Spring Street. It is blocking the left side, causing some backups in that area. Please be careful over here in the meantime. And watch out for delays on Route 315 southbound between 670 and I-70. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build meditation apps or feed the planet. Gusto supports the people who do. With happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Extra large. Extra stupid. This is Man and Bone. Happy Friday, Football Friday. It's also Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Hey, catch the Browns and Chargers live on Sunday here on The Fan. Live coverage starts at 11 with the kick at 1. And right after the game, we'll bring you the conclusion of the crew in Orlando. Or check out the crew game in its entirety on 1460 ESPN and The Fan's HD2 starting at 2.15. Head to 971thefan.com for complete programming schedules. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Porter out. <laughs> That's not in there, but sure, I'm with it. That's completely right. Now I um, want to hear. I don't want to hear from anybody who's well. If they make the play, if they make the playoffs, this team will have no success if they a, make well, the playoffs. Listen to me. If they make the playoffs, it's a joke that it took them to the final day of the regular season with a mostly healthy roster that has about a top five rating on it in all of MLS. There's no way this team should be a top four team in the East. Hosting a playoff game, no questions asked. Instead, they may miss the playoffs if they have one bad game. That's that's why he needs to go. This is a complete underachievement from this team, regardless of if they get in the playoffs or not. How can you argue otherwise? You've seen it with your own two eyes. You have seen this team lose leads. They've been up. They've, they've done played it more well. than any, They've done it as much as any team in MLS history, Mike. They are talented. And they always find a way to blow it. They have given up 11 points in stoppage time. 90 minutes plus. 11 points. If you do what most teams do, which is just the game ends the way it ends after 90 minutes, they would be in the playoffs already and probably have a top three seed is where they would be if they had just done the bare minimum you do at the end of games. Instead, they gave up so many points this year. And I'm sorry, they did that on the road. They did it at home. You cannot tell me that's not related to coaching. It has to be. Browns hosting the Chargers. 1 p.m. on Sunday, as I just said. Miles Garrett, Davion Clowney were both on the practice field today. Miles Garrett, they say, is expected to play in this game on Sunday. All right. So that's that's some good news for Browns fans. You know, there's a good chance you get both those guys back. That's fine. I mean, that's going to help you. Uh, is it going to be enough for you to win? No. Chargers are going to win this game. But, but I, you but know, Herbert's got the bruised I know. rib cartilage or whatever it is. Miles Garrett will take it to him. Maybe. If he himself can be healthy enough to stay on the field the entire game. Maybe I have no doubt right. he'll try to get out there, but will he be able to play the whole game? That's a different question. What color do the Chargers wear? What do you mean? What colors do they wear? I mean, they're yellow, teal right? and yellow. Yeah. Yellow. Yeah. What color... Was the fire hydrant that Miles Garrett hit in the car accident? I have. Am I gonna, I'm going to guess it's yellow. Yellow. Oh, so he's going to pretend that Justin Herbert's a fire hydrant. Okay, and he's going to hit him hard. <laughs> he's going to take him out of that game. 
So he's going to heard it here first. He's going to accidentally run into Justin Herbert. Is what you're saying? No, he's going to do. Oh, do he's going to. He's going to do it on purpose this time. Okay. Yeah, he's going to do it. The on last purpose. time it was an accident. Yeah, it wasn't it was on, purpose. on purpose. I see. Okay, it's going to happen. All right, I'll have take your word for it. Another little update for you too. I saw where Keenan Allen is out, the Chargers wide receiver, oh, so he's not going to play either. That's big news. That is big news. That helps, especially take, take with this stupid bank. defense. Take it to the bank. Yeah. You know what? I have my NFL picks here. You can change them. Change it. Well. I haven't made the pick yet. Some of us wait until the very last moment to make those picks because we want all the info. No, no, no. Yep. I put deep thought into this. Mm, but good I'm for you. Browns, I'm crossing out the Chargers. Good for you. NFL picks, by the way, coming up at 4.48. T-Bone and I are on a winning streak. Hoping to make it two uh, is it a in a row. streak? It if you've streak. only won one game? <laughs> That's not a That's streak. That's not a streak. a streak. You have to have more than a yes. game. Uh, Bengals are in Baltimore on Sunday night. This has a potential to be, I was going to say this is potentially interesting. Of course it's going to be interesting, but, you know, this Bengal team has been better protecting Joe Burrow. I also think the game plan has been better getting rid of the football. This Ravens defense has had problems giving up passing yards. I feel like there's a strength versus strength thing going on here where the Bengals defense, pretty good. And they're going up against a Ravens offense that's also pretty good. Bengals offense has not quite clicked in the way you want it to through the first few games of the season. Been better though. Been better. But that Ravens defense is also not clicked in the way they would like to see it. So I think this could, you're right, it could be very intriguing. I think it's going to be a close game. The line's three and a half, which makes sense and that's in favor of the Ravens. They are at home. But yeah, I, I have no doubt that when the lights are on, Joe Burrow plays. I think he usually plays at his best when the lights are on. Unlike the last guy you had playing quarterback there and Andy Dalton, when the lights are on, it just never clicked in little, for him. A little note about that. Andy Dalton starting for the Saints again this week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot James about Winston that. James Winston is dead, so Andy Dalton will start again. I did see that Daniel Jones is going to start for the Giants, which surprised me because he couldn't even really walk earlier in the week on that ankle. They're in London to face the Packers. That's right. One thing I know about NFL teams, when there's an injury, they take it seriously, especially a quarterback. Well, they I mean, do not is, just put you out there this needlessly. This is an ankle injury. Well, I'm just saying, you just said you're surprised he's out there. I'm not. You see what? I, we've seen guys who were like, I'm really surprised that guy's out there. Couldn't stand up, not because of his ankle. And they were like, yeah, four days later, throw him back out there. Who cares? And then it turns out that was a bad idea. So, yeah, I'm not surprised Daniel Jones is going to try to give it a go. I don't think that helps. I think the Packers win this game fairly easily. But good for, you know what, good for the people in London. They're actually getting to see two teams with a winning record for once. Well, That's nice. Yeah. One's the Giants. I, but whatever. They have winning I records. It. I got it. I like these London games. That's something I never thought I would say when they first introduced this international series. Why do you like the London because games? Because I like getting you up and why. watching games at 9 o'clock. That's it. You like early games. Yes. It's, I, it, it's not as much about the location as it is the time. If they did early games only in Wisconsin, you would say, boy, I love these Wisconsin games. Like It's it's the early game well, that's part right. of it. And I think people are getting conditioned to watching things in the morning. Earlier on, years ago, that was a tough sell because that's not part of our heritage. But now, you know, the ratings last week for the London game was the highest for any London game ever on NFL Network. And it certainly wasn't because you had a sexy matchup. It was the Saints and the Vikings. 
Right. But it's a game that a lot of people could access because they said, well, I'm up. I'll throw it on. That's I'll right. keep it on in the morning as and I'm doing I, my stuff. I think as you know, more people are, are you know, tuning into European soccer or tuning into an F1 race here and there, they're now more conditioned to, it doesn't matter if it's a traditional window. Sports is on. Well, I'm going to give it a go. I'll tell you, for, for my money, it is hard to beat something that is done sports-wise before 4 p.m. So if you want to say early NFL game, you want to say noon college football game, you want to say 10 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning NFL game in Europe, I'm all for that because that means those games get done earlier and then I can get on with the rest of my day and go do other things while there's still light out. I assume people who've lived on the West Coast have felt this for years where they've been able to watch like the Sunday night game and then go to bed at a reasonable hour, not be up till midnight. You know, I, I mean, in our in our sports history... Truly, night games are as much of an aberration in some ways as morning games are because you had years and years and years of sports in this country where there were not night games because they didn't have the lighting structures up and they didn't have TV cameras to worry about anyway to broadcast it on network TV. Now we all are used to that because we've grown up with it, but it's not the way it always used to be. I think it's over. It's over for night games. It's done. When you look at the college over? football, yeah, it's over for Bozo. When you look at the college football schedule every single week, most of the time, you know, that noon window is the highest rated window. You know, sometimes it's 3.30 with that SEC game of the week. Very rarely do you see the night game as the top game. Very rarely now do you see that. And I'll tell you right now with the Pac-12, I don't know what's going to happen with that conference, but obviously UCLA, USC, they're coming here. Maybe some more will. You will start to see when they get in the Big Ten, you will see USC and UCLA play big noon kicks on Fox. 9 a.m. in their local time zone. And I bet you, I bet you that 9 a.m. West Coast start time will get better ratings than when they had those 7 o'clock local Mm -hmm. time night games. I agree with you on that. I bet you 9 a.m. will get better ratings. Well, I I think people, again, on the West Coast are more conditioned to watching their sports at an earlier time. I, again, I rarely go to the West Coast. I know you lived out there for a small chunk of time, but we were out there for a week this summer, and I can't tell you how many times, I'm sure you get used to it, how many times I would look at my phone at 5 o'clock in the evening and see results from games, yeah. and I would go, what is happening? And then I would realize, oh, yeah, right, because it's much later back there, and These were afternoon baseball games that I was seeing that I thought, oh, yeah, it's in the afternoon. Well, it's already done back home. And I just it it was just something that was a little bit odd. But being able to like check out an NFL game that starts in the evening and watch that through to completion and then have your a couple hours in the evening to do whatever else you want. That's a good thing. They're used to that. They're not used to staying up until midnight like we do here. 24 seven sports predicted every undefeated college football team's first loss. When do they have the Buckeyes losing? I'll tell you. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on Cleveland Avenue at East 24th Avenue. This accident does involve injuries. Please use caution over here. And an accident has cleared from 71 southbound at Spring Street, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's nachos are loaded with melty cheese and nacho cheese sauce, plus crunchy fiesta strips, seasoned beans, tomatoes, and sour cream on top. Or try them spicy with jalapenos and a creamy chipotle sauce. Get them today at a participating Taco Bell location near you. Eliana Ray with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. 
Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Prepare your non-beef jerky insides for what's about to happen to them. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports. Here on The Fan, it's Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now, at manandbone971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Buckeyes getting ready for Michigan State. Kick is 4 o'clock tomorrow. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. Dick Masheter Ford Fan Poll. What happens tomorrow? Your choices. Buckeyes win by 1 to 13. Buckeyes win by 14 to 27. Buckeyes win by 28 plus. Sparty wins. I'm going to say Buckeyes win 28 plus. I'm going to say Buckeyes get 52 to 13. 52 to 13. Yeah, I'm going to go with more of like, uh, I'll go like a 48 to 7. I think is where I'm going to go. All right, so you and I are both predicting. Or maybe even, I'll say 48 to 6. I don't think they're going to score a touchdown. I think they maybe kick a couple field goals. what do you think? Give me a score. I'm thinking 45 to, I'll go 13. Okay. Yeah. So we're all saying over 28 points. I have no respect for Sparty's defense. Nope. I don't either. And I I do respect this Ohio State offense immensely. Uh, I can't wait to watch just, I want to see the entire package tomorrow. I want to see everything out there. You're going to see it all. Yep, but I'm saying I want to see the running game. I want to see him thrown down the field, over the middle. Yes, the whole thing. Like, put some trick plays in. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's show what's up. Twenty four seven Sports has every single undefeated college football team on here, and they predict their first loss of the season. Syracuse is undefeated. Okay, who's their head coach? Dino Bravo. What's his name? I don't remember. I forget who it is. Teddy, what's his is name? Dino Babers? Yeah. Is that yes, who you're talking yes, about? Yes. Okay. Dino Bravo, the Canadian strong. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right, he fine. got murdered, yeah. Dino they, Bravo. They predict that Syracuse's first loss will be against NC State on October 15th. All right. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to roll through okay. these. All Not right. everything needs comment. All right. That's fine. Uh, TCU Horny Frogs, mm. they predict their first loss will be Oklahoma State on October 15th. Okay. UCLA surprisingly undefeated. They predict their first loss will be this Saturday against Utah. I agree with that. Uh, Kansas, they're undefeated. They predict their first loss will be TCU on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma State, they're undefeated. They project their first loss will be to Tejas, Texas, Mm -hmm. on October 22nd. Clemson, they're undefeated. Projected first loss, none. Wow. They are predicting an unbeaten regular season. Now, they're just talking about regular season. They're not going to yeah, of course, that's, playoffs then you're play, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's a whole different thing there. Uh, Ole Miss, they're undefeated. Their projected first loss is at LSU on October 22nd. Penn State, they're undefeated. Their projected first loss is at Michigan on October 15th. Oh, okay. USC. So getting that next week. Their projected first loss is at Utah October 15th. I don't think they lose that game, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Tennessee, their projected first loss is Alabama on October 15th. So who's Tennessee bunch, playing this week? A bunch of teams, LSU this week. They right, play, so they think I they mean, survive LSU. In many years, 
Tennessee having to play LSU and Bama on back-to-back weeks would be a pretty tough assignment. This year, it's not quite as tough because I don't think LSU is quite as good. But Michigan, of course, is undefeated. Their projected first loss is at Ohio State, mm-hmm. November 26th. So they think Michigan's coming in here undefeated. Georgia, they're undefeated. Their projected first loss, none. Ooh. They have Georgia going undefeated. Okay. And Ohio State, well, we have Ohio State and Alabama. We'll do Alabama first. They have no losses for Alabama. Yep, so they do not predict they will lose either. So they think Georgia and Alabama will be undefeated going into the conference championship game. Uh, Ohio What a a boring conference championship game, by the way. Who wants to see that for the 800th time? Ohio State is undefeated. Their projected first loss for the Buckeyes, none. Yeah, I was hoping you weren't going to say they were going to somehow lose to Penn State. Even if they predicted it, who the hell cares? We could just yell at them and say they're wrong. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah, it's uh that's mostly lists I agree with. I I don't have a lot of problems with any of that. But again, well, I didn't that, do the math on If that works out, it. if that works out, then Clemson would be undefeated, undefeated regular season. Mm-hmm. They'll be in the playoffs. Ohio State will be in the playoffs. Well, right, because they would beat Michigan according to that. Right. Well, let's assume that. You win the conference championship well, game, Well, I know, but I'm saying in that one, because I was just trying to remember. I'm thinking, I was getting to the Ohio State-Michigan being undefeated thing, but you're right. Then they would have Ohio State beating Michigan. I'll tell you there. what, if, if, Ohio, if it works out, which it won't, if it works out that Ohio State has an undefeated regular season, beats Michigan, and then goes to the Hoosier Dome and loses to whatever piece of turd, oh. crap, nutty corn poo comes out of the west of this conference. No. There's not going to be enough voltage to shock me back into coherence. <laughs> Can't string any car batteries together, no. Kevin. Not even the Tesla we could hook you up no. to. No. Okay. Yeah, I don't blame you. I would be shocked too. If that all plays out that way, you're all right, right. So Clemson, Ohio, Ohio State. State, and then probably both those SEC Georgia teams. Georgia and Bama right? undefeated in the championship game is probably like, yeah, we'll just take both of them. Unless because- one of those teams blows out the other one in the championship game. Yeah, but even then, if there's if that happens, there's probably some mitigating circumstance where a quarterback doesn't play or a big piece of the defense or something is out, two or three guys missing on defense or something, and then that would be the justification to say, now let's put them all back in. I, I'm, I'm with you, though. I don't even know. So who did you say? Who else would even be undefeated in that scenario? Nobody. Right? Nobody. So that would be, yeah, you take the two undefeated SEC teams, whoever loses in the championship game, you run that back. You give those two teams a chance to play the other two teams that are undefeated in college football. And if it works out, you get Bama Georgia National Championship. Then you get Bama Georgia National Championship. That's what they're looking for. We talked yesterday about the Reds losing 100 games. Congratulations to them. The Reds dismissed five coaches from David Bell's staff. However, David Bell will be coming back next season as manager. 2023 is the last year of his contract. Teddy, give me your thoughts. You know, it doesn't really bother me just because this team is not going to win a lot of games next year, right? I mean, so why not just bring him back, let the contract run out? If somehow he gets his team playing and they're, you know, decent next year, then stick around with him. But if not, then you send him on his way. There's no way that they're going to be decent next year with him. I don't think so. No. So, I mean, you're just basically using him as a bookmark yes. until you get to a coach who you actually think could advance things. That's it. Or if you don't get the right manager, that this off, you're not looking for him this offseason. You're waiting until your team's I'm not, better. I'm not a fan of David Bell. I don't 
I'm with you. You know, this team's not going to do anything next year. He's not the he's not the sole problem, clearly, but he's yeah, also he's not, not an any answer. sort of solution. He's not the answer. Well, right. That's I think in life sometimes you got to look at it that way of is he is he the biggest reason you're losing or is there a biggest reason why this is happening? No. But is it helping you get to the thing you want to get to? Well, then if it's not, it's not ultimately a part of the big plan to get to that point. So you got to yeah. eventually cut it off. I, I agree with you, Teddy. That it, there's really no harm bringing him back and then he just, you know, his contract's up and he goes away unless there's someone you really, really like out there. Yes. Well, there must not be, though. They must they must look at everybody who they would want to get and say, that guy's not available or we already know where he's likely to go. Now, do I think that the people who run the Reds have the best institutional knowledge of Major League Baseball or that they are the best at guessing what's going to work and what's not? No. But they feel pretty confident in their predictions, don't they? Yeah. I mean, they must not see anyone they think that they would be able to get coming in next year. How about we do this? Mm. Player coach. Oh, you know who I'm thinking about? I know exactly who you're thinking about. He's been walking around the stands. He's been calling home runs. (laughs) Yeah. Joey Votto. He can do it all. Let him do it all, of course. Except hit. He can do it all. Well, who needs that? Just let him be the player manager. That'd be a fun historic nod for the oldest team in Major League Baseball. Have a little throwback year. And then everyone forgets about how bad you are because Joey Votto is a player manager. They'd sell a lot of tickets for that. People would say, yeah, I got to go the year where they had Joey Votto player manager. It's not unheard of. It used to happen all the time in Major League Baseball. You got got any any better ideas for the Reds next year? I don't. Maybe Votto would just be going around the stands asking about pitching changes during the game, (laughs) getting suggestions. Yeah. I mean, Dusty did that with a computer. So how much? That's like just you're you're uh, using the compute computational knowledge of all the people in the stands. It's kind of the same thing. It is time for NFL picks. If you think you can beat me and Bone, and you know, put a little hitch in our season of domination so far, mm-hmm. call us now six one four eight two one ninety seven ten is the phone number. NFL picks are next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident involving injuries on Cleveland Avenue at East 24th Avenue. Please be careful over here as things get cleaned up. And another accident involving injuries on West Broad Street, west of Hague Avenue. Caution is advised here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Fall into a hiring spree with Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. Sponsor a job and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Dumb. Very dumb. This is Man and Bone. Football Friday. Tonight on The Fan. Buckeyes show, top of the hour, 6 o'clock. And 6.30's high school football. Yeah. Nice. What was I going to say to you? I don't know. I'm ready to watch some baseball, though. Uh, The Jackets, one week from today, we will be out on the plaza as the Jackets open up the home schedule against Tampa Bay. Jackets earlier in the week lost 8-1 to to the Hurricanes. 
Yes, but we but do have to point night, out. We should point out the rosters in these I, games. I understand. Well, hold All on right. a second. All right. I'm getting there. All right. The A crew was not on the ice. Yeah. However, and I understand why. They're opening against the Hurricanes in Carolina. Maybe they don't want to show too much. Well, right. Right? And it's preseason. You don't normally put the A roster on the ice on the road. But last night, they beat the Blues 7 to nothing. Let's not make mention of the fact that the Blues <laughs> are doing got the off of their thing. propeller plane right. about 15 minutes before the game started. Yes, they put barely a piece had of crap lineup out there. They put a POS lineup and didn't have much of a chance to be acclimated to the normal way you would get into a game because yes. of their travel issues. But, but what, but I sure. will, what I will tell you is that Line A had another goal last night. Roslovic had a goal last night. Yeah. Seven so, to nothing. That's fine. I like that. Chinikov's been looking good. This is this. I hope that all holds. I'm excited. But look, here's what I'm not doing. I'm not poo-pooing that. I'm not saying it means anything. I am saying we know this team's going to be good this year. We're pretty excited about this team. Will they be good enough to go win playoff series? I don't know that. But I think they're going to be a playoff team, and I think they're going to be a lot of fun. Not the ma- national people. They don't think that. Well, they're stupid. I think they're getting worse. They're jealous. There's also that. <laughs> Wish they lived in Columbus with they're our jealous. awesome cannon yeah, and Johnny right, Hockey. That's right. That's right. All right, NFL pick. Common Man and T-Bones NFL picks. Sponsored by Urban Myers Pint House. Dublin's home for sports. Our guy this week is Austin. If he beats the both of us. No, you know what? He's getting it anyway. Just for competing. Austin gets a $50 gift card to Urban Meyer's Pint House, Dublin's home for sports. Join them for all the college football action. Watch your favorite pro team with the NFL Sunday ticket and see the games on their 21 Matrix. Austin, are you ready to go? I am. My guy. Happy Friday. Screaming in the back. All right, here we go. Game number one. This is in London. The Giants and the Packers. I will take the Packers. I'm going with Green Bay, sir. Thank you. Packers. I know you love that. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. This is Kenny Pickett's first game as a starting quarterback. The Berg, they're 14-point dogs in this game, and for a reason. I will take the Bills at home. Going with Buffalo. Buffalo. Chargers on the road in the land for the Browns. Miles Garrett expected to play in this game. Jadavian Clowney is possibly back as well. Give me the Brownies at home. Give me the Chargers on the road, please. Let's calm down. Uh, my wife is from Cleveland, but the Chargers. Yeah. The Bears are on the road in Minnesota. I'll take the Vikings at home. Yeah, Vikings at home is same I've got here. Vikings. T-Bone loves the Detroit Lions, even though he never picks them. They are on the road at New England. Not true. I have no idea who New England's quarterback is going to be. I don't care. I'm taking the Patriots at home. I am taking Detroit on the road. It's happening. Let's go. Detroit. Seahawks are on the road in New Orleans. Andy Dalton is starting this game for the Saints. I will take the Seahawks. I've got Seattle as well. Saints. I like the stress. That's It is stressful. I feel this. Yeah. The Dolphins on the road at the Jets. This is Teddy Bridgewater for the Dolphins against Zach. Uh, what the hell's his name? Your guy. What the hell's his name? Why am I blanking on it? I don't know. I, I forget. What is his name? Jets quarterback. Why are we blanking on this? 
Teddy. Little squishy face, Wilson. baby face. Zach, yeah, Zach Wilson. Wilson. Please help me, God. I was going to say Zach Taylor. That was wrong. No, I, that's, what I was, that's where I was going, too. Stupid. Anyway, I'll take uh, little, little Zach Taylor for the win. <laughs> I'm going to go Jets, too. Yes. Atlanta Falcons on the road at Tampa Bay. Give me the Bucks at home. Yeah, I'll go Tampa, too. Falcons. Uh, Tennessee got new life last week. They are on the road at Washington. I will take the Titans on the road. I will take the Commanders at home. Shout out Christian Tharp, Titans. Texans are the only team in the National Football League to not win a game so far. They are on the road at Jacksonville. Give me the Jags at home. I'm going Jags, too. Jacksonville. 49ers got a big win against the Rams this past week. They are facing Baker in Carolina. Give me the 49ers on the road. Feels like Carolina, but looks like California. I'm going San Francisco on the road. San Fran. Teddy's Dallas Cowboys on the road at the Rams. I say on the road, even though it'll be 70% Cowboy fans in Los Angeles. I I refuse to believe the Rams are this bad. I'm taking the Rams at home. I refuse to believe... Cooper Rush-led Cowboys will ever lose a game again. I'm going to say Dallas wins. Uh, L.A. Eagles are undefeated. They are on the road at Arizona. I don't know why I'm taking Kyler Murray in Arizona. I'm taking the Eagles. Thank you. Eagles. Sunday night, Bengals at Baltimore. Give me the Ravens at home. I'm going Bengals on the road. Ravens. Monday night football. Raiders at the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs at home. Chiefs for me. Chiefs. Give me a point total for that game, Austin. 62. 62, Boner? I wrote down 58. All right, Austin. Good luck, my friend. Bone and I have been dominant. Yeah, I hope you lose. But we got a lot of different picks this week, so you got a fighting chance. I hope you lose. Well, he gets the prize anyway. I know he does. You can go to the Pine House. It's a good prize. Cracky massage. It's a good prize. It is a good. I, that's a good I prize. I said it's a good prize. Fifty bucks, man. But he doesn't. He doesn't get to beat us. We're gonna. We're ending that. That's right. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on Cleveland Avenue at East 24th Avenue. Still working to get this one clear. The crash does involve injuries. Please be careful over here. And an accident on West Broad Street, west of Hague Avenue. This crash involves injuries as well. Caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by RumpkeCareers.com. Rumpke is hiring CDL drivers and $1,400 to $1,700 per week with a $5,000 sign-up bonus. Paid CDL joining available. Apply at RumpkeCareers.com or stop by the career fair at Rumpke and Fields Avenue every Wednesday from 11 to 3. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. These two probably should have stayed in their basements. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. It is Football Friday. We're so glad you're here. If you could see how glad we were, you would be uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Super glad. Super Tell glad. a friend. Tell them how stupid we are. We have a referral program. We do? Here, yep, here when at the show. That's, I 
I would be referring people. When you, I'd never tell anybody about this when show. You, well, you can't. You're part of the, the no, group. No, but why can't I be a part of the referral program? That seems kind of BS, to be honest with you. If you refer a friend to this show and mm-hmm. they start listening, either yep. on the air or start subscribing to the podcast, you get $1 million. Congratulations. Oh. That's pretty great. I'm going to start referring people now. Where do I uh, send my... What do we, how do we verify that they've been referred? Do we, they, just, we just know. Oh. We're all we over send, the place. We're everywhere. So... <laughs> So if you think I referred a friend to the show, we'll we'll be the judge of that. I got a, a flu shot today. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're going to get your flu shot. Good job. You should get a flu shot. I'm just saying, maybe you're going to get your flu shot. And when you do, you just know a little electronic device has been implanted inside of you. Mm-hmm. And we can tell if you refer a friend to the show. You know, actually how we, uh, we hope to implant the device in the future is we have Draymond Green come and punch your lights out. I did. Uh, and while you're knocked out, we insert it into you. Oh, the little device. That's not with, I don't like the, the device. Uh, inserting. The little, no, in your nose or whatever's open. <laughs> your mouth could be open. Your ear hole is open. All right, let's end. Got let's lots end of, it there, lots, buddy. Lots of places. You're going to be referring both of us to the unemployment office in a second. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I had an interesting experience getting my flu shot today. Okay. I went to a, a you know drugstore chain to get my flu shot, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I, I I don't wear my mask really anymore. But I say yeah, this person's going to be putting something in my arm and it's kind of a clinical setting, so I'll take it in the well, store. You're with You're in close proximity. You're in a yeah place where that person has to interact with sure. a lot of people. So I, you know, I don't want to nice make anybody else uncomfortable. That's so nice of you. I bring my mask with me. I'm, I'm holding on to it until my name is called, and the woman comes out. And she's got, you know, her mask on. So I go to start putting mine on. And she goes, you don't have to wear that. Oh. And I said, uh, oh, okay. Well, you know, you're wearing one. So I guess I'll just put it on. Ah, it doesn't matter. Wow. And I said, okay, it doesn't matter. She goes, none of this matters. And I said, none of this matters. Like this, the mask doesn't matter or the flu shot doesn't matter or life doesn't matter. <laughs> and she looked at me, sighed and said, all of it. <laughs> wow. Which is, you know, awkward is, enough, but then I got to sit down with this woman while she punctures me. Yeah. Well, I hope that part matters where she's like, I'm going to now measure out the correct dosage well, that's and the thing, give it to I don't, you. I don't know what type of state of mind this woman's in where it's like, did you, this is a new needle, right, lady? None of it matters. This is a new one? Hey, well, you know, why are you asking so many questions? None of it matters, right? Are you giving me the right dose? Why are you sticking this in my eyeball? What's happening? I'm here for the flu vaccine. <laughs> It's not a suppository. Last time I was here, this is very <laughs> odd. You had Why me do you bend keep over? saying it's nothing and matters? None of this matters. Are you cheating in chess tournaments? <laughs> I'm going to examine you. I don't think the none of this matters lady would care too much if you cheated in chess. I don't think. Well, and I sort of, I sort of said it as a joke too. Like this, the mask doesn't matter, the shot yeah, doesn't yeah, matter, yeah. life doesn't matter. You know, ha, ha, nah. <sighs> all of it. Wow, somebody was having a rough day. Well, it was only ten thirty too. Somebody, you know, I, I mean, maybe at the end of the shift, here's what I always wonder. And I'm trying to be more conscious of this because initially that you we've talked about this. You probably have thought about that all day. What caused that woman to have that reaction? What was what was the issue going on there? Right. And I often try to tell myself the story I tell myself to keep myself sane is, well, maybe that person just had one of the dumbest, worst people ever 
give them guff over something. Maybe. And then this is the result of that. And you just walked into something that had nothing to do with you, but you kind of caught a little bit of the blowback from that. I saw this happen at a, at a convenience store, not a convenience store, drug store just a few days ago. I'm at the drug store. I check out with my items. Person who checked, who like, you know, rang me up says, Hey, oh, have a nice day. I said, have a nice day. I walk out. Right behind me, as I'm still getting the bag and moving on, a guy slams down one of those like blister packs of, it happened to be chapstick, but like a three pack of chapstick. Okay. Slams down the counter and goes, well, I found it. No help to, no help from you. And the the guy at the counter goes, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Was it not where I thought it was? And he goes, yeah, you said aisle 25. It was aisle 23. I was walking around like an idiot for 10 minutes. <laughs> And I look back at this guy oh, just to God. see who it is. It's Tim. Is no. it Timmy? No, no. It's I mean, it's a it's a guy who grew up in a generation where everything was surrounded by them. Go figure out what generation that is. Anyway, much older than me. That guy is just staring like nothing was wrong. He's looking at the kid like, yeah, you idiot. This kid's 18, 19 years old. He's just like, ah, oh, sir, sorry, I forgot where it is. And the other people in the store are all looking like. Oh my God, what am I watching? We're all standing there like, is this hidden on camera, candid camera? Are we, are we supposed to do something? And so I just looked at the guy and I'm like, I shook my head. That's all I could mean. I was like, Mm-mm, maybe that guy that's had a not really good. bad day. See, I See, don't know. That's the thing is that you always have to make excuses for people. I'm not making excuses for people. I'm saying you're right. I don't know what that guy's day maybe has been. Maybe that guy just got out of a, got out of a red Chinese prison. Now, he was not dressed He's like, like he, oh my god my lips have been chapped for 27 years all i want is some chapstick i don't think and you, some poon if you got out of a prison i think your first thing would be you have chapstick here that's great i'll pay anything for it i don't even i'll walk her, this store is open to all the time that's amazing and that's why i thought man i because i've had bad interactions sometimes someone who's you know doing the checkout line thing and i think well what happened there and then I realized that guy may have happened to the person right before you yeah, showed up. fair enough. But still, you're right. What happened to that guy to make him be so mad about chapstick? There's, it's a never-ending saga, unfortunately. All right, so long story long, I got my flu shot today. I may now be infected with monkeypox. Who well, the hell knows? But you know what? None of that matters. It, it does, does not matter. It doesn't. Rundown. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center. Part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. Guardians with their first round matchup against the Rays starting today. Wild card matchup. They win the game 2-1. to one. Two hours and 17 minutes. My type of baseball game. Bieber went seven and two-thirds. This is exactly the way things have to go for the Guardians to win. Starting pitcher goes late into the game. Is dominant. Gave up one run in seven and two-thirds. Jose Ramirez, your best player all season long, many seasons long. Right. Hits a two-run home run. You win the game two to one. You're up one game to none. I don't know why I said Europe. You're up. You are winning. You are winning. One game to none. You can close out the series because it's a best of three tomorrow. Love that. No, this, this Guardians team is a team that makes me feel good about baseball. I'm not saying that every team out there in baseball has to play this way. But for me, it is fun to watch a baseball game where you have good pitching, timely hitting, good defense, 
not everyone on the team saying, yep, it's either a home run or it's a strikeout. It's nice and to that's see a that. team like that have success, isn't well, it? Well, that's what I mean. Like, they're playing baseball in a way that I personally enjoy watching. And they are, they, they had, they've, they had a great season. Nothing could take that away from them. And now they've won the first game of their playoff series. And hopefully they close it out tomorrow. And we're already talking about them in the, the division series. So that'll be great. I still hate ownership, though. That's fine. You I can still hate, hate ownership. I don't think I, I, they that's meant, fine. I just want it on the record. They didn't know this was going to happen. I know. I just want it on the record. I still hate the Dolans. We had football last night, if that's what you want to call it. Colts beat the Broncos 12-9 to in overtime. Just a terrible game. Terrible. Colts are underachieving. They suck. Jonathan Taylor wasn't playing. Matt Ryan couldn't do anything. Russell Wilson, there is a difference between playing bad and being bad. And I think Russell Wilson is just simply bad. And it's I don't know if he's to look like it. been bad for a couple of years and we didn't really see it because we thought the rest of that Seahawks team around him was bad and thought that Pete Carroll was stupid. Broncos certainly didn't see it that way. They said, this is the quarterback we've been waiting for since Peyton Manning retired. Here's all the money and here's all the picks. And it turns out they made a bad choice. And they probably made a bad choice at head coach, too, because Nathaniel, Joe, Brian Hackett, he looks like a total idiot. Yeah, he uh, didn't they already have to hire someone to come in and help him manage the game? Like they gave him like a special stats boy, more or less. Oh, that could be. Yeah, I want to say they brought someone in that's that's been basically the the game strategist. Because he had a, there were some questionable calls last night where, you know, they have a, a third and three and then they decide to, after, after that fails, then they decide, oh, yes, all right, I do see let's go here. for a fourth and three instead of trying to kick a field goal. And then afterwards he said, we got the green light to go. And they, it's ga- like, they gave this power, though, to former Lions head coach Wayne Fonts. <laughs> Wayne Fonts was there. That's good. Alive? Uh, I hope so. I don't think so. I'm going to say yes. I, d- I hope so. I like Wayne Fonts. You, Should you I? Do? Should I? I, I, I? I'm just trying to remember if there's anything bad that I'm forgetting that may have no, happened. I don't think so, Teddy. Okay. He is still alive. 82 yeah. years old. 82. All right, Wayne. Way to go. He Found, always, he always reminded of Wayne. me of Teddy Ruxpin. It's a Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm just a little bear. Little? Hi, everyone. I always pictured Wayne Fonts to be like 6'4". Well, Am I wrong? I don't think he was a tall guy. I mean, he was a bigger guy, but like, like broad. And I think I'm going to no, say he was tall. a guy. No, what do you mean a guy? He was not. <laughs> that's so stupid. That's the dumbest thing. He's just a common man. <laughs> I think he, he was wasn't a like a rotund, He was a, guy. a rotund guy. Hey, a broad. A broad. Hey, what's yeah, up, bro? Okay, fine. Buckeyes getting ready for Michigan State. Kick is 4 p.m. tomorrow. Our live pregame coverage starts at 10.30 a.m., Catch all the action right here on the fan. I do not think the Buckeyes have any problems here. Yes, it's their first road game. Yes, Michigan State has given us some heartbreaking losses over the years. This will not be one of them. This Sparty team is not good. Their defense especially is epically bad. This Buckeye offense will have a field day. I predicted, what, like 52 to 13. That's the final score for me. All right. Yeah, I I went uh, 48 to 6 because I don't even think they're going to score a touchdown, but... I, I just I have no faith in this Michigan State team whatsoever. That faith's the wrong word. I'm not rooting for them to win or anything. I'm just saying I don't believe in them. I don't think they're any good. Their defense is poo. Their offense is lackluster. Ohio State should go out there and make a statement again in the Big Ten and show that they are one of the best teams in the country. As we know, 
and as we want to believe and all that stuff, go out there on the road against a brand name type of school in the Big Ten, which Michigan State has been for the better part of the last 20 years, and show everybody that, yes, Ohio State is just that different of a level than everybody else. Buckeyes have named an honorary captain for this game tomorrow. It is former Lions coach Wayne Fonts. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center. Part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. You know, he, he went to Michigan State, so that's kind of awkward, I think. No, <laughs> well, that's, that's why. That's, that's, exactly. that's a pretty big coup. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we have well, Wayne Fonts on the phone here to talk to us. We do? Coach, good to talk to you. <laughs> Are you excited? That's not what he sounds like. Are you what? excited about being honorary captain for the Buckeyes tomorrow? <laughs> I don't recall. So you're Wayne throwing Fonts. your Michigan State heritage in the toilet? <laughs> no, that's, that's not what he's saying. Chris I'm, Spielman is sleeping in your house right now? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how tall Wayne Fonts is. Well, it's not necessarily a height thing. I, said, just, he's, I said he's tall. Coach, how tall are you? <laughs> uh, according to this... Wayne Fonts was six foot, one hundred ninety pounds. Why did I think he was such a giant human? I don't, I, he's like a normal size George guy. George Mirasan? Yeah, I guess I did. All right. I'm so sorry. The Raiders do Raiders things. Details. And by the way, Florio's an idiot. More oh, on that next. God, he is an idiot. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An accident has cleared from the roadway of Cleveland Avenue at East 24th Avenue. All lanes have reopened in that area. And you'll find a crash on 71 southbound at 11th Avenue. It is on the right side. Traffic is slow from Weber Road. Keep an eye out for the police on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. As the leaves change, leave the hiring to Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. And Indeed's interview tool lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from their website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Football Friday. It's Tool of the Week Friday, too. Send in your Twitter tools. At Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. The Las Vegas Raiders uh, posted a story on their website and tweeted... That former Raiders running back Clarence Davis died at the age of 73. Oh, that's that's too bad. It is too bad. The problem is he is alive and well. Oh, that's so. even worse. That's really too bad. So they had. I to, mean, we uh, can't judge because we've done that a uh, God knows how many times, yeah, including you know the what? last segment. We're here talking three hours a day. We're not writing stuff down and well, have time to research things. All right, good point. By you. That's fine. I mean, we're flying by the seat of our pants here. We're Always. barely holding on. We're never. I, 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 would say, I would argue we're not holding on at all. All right. Barely is a is a very strongly worded term. There. So then the Raiders had to come out and say this. The Raiders received notice of Clarence Davis's passing, but it found that information to be false. Mm. The Raiders extend our deepest apologies to the Davis family and the Raider Nation for the erroneous announcement. Um, I love this little thing from Florio, though, because Florio's the one who wrote this on ProFootballTalk.com. Yeah. 
Mistakes like this can happen, especially in the age of social media. I learned that lesson the hard way more than 15 years ago. Apparently, after someone had died in a car accident on the Terry Bradshaw Passway in Shreveport, Louisiana, one or more news outlets in Shreveport reported that Terry Bradshaw had passed away. I wrote something up instead of checking with Fox, which I easily could have done but failed to do. I love how Florio is so understanding when it's a mistake that he's previously made. Because I'll tell you right now, let's say Florio never did that. He never erroneously reported that Terry Bradshaw had died. But Schefter came out and said that, you know, Clarence Davis had died, former Raiders running back. And then he had to walk that back. Florio, it'd be like Van Helsing going to Dracula's <laughs> castle with pitchforks and torches. Yep, you're right. Florio would be going after that guy like nobody's business. And you know I'm not sticking up for Schefter. I can't stand him either. No, no, of course but not. Florio's always the morality police. Let me tell you how real journalism works. But Florio made the same mistake, and it's, well, these things can happen, especially in the social media era. Bye-bye. Yeah, I guess in fairness... To give him the whole benefit of the doubt, there's... there's Don't give Florio the benefit of the doubt. No, What's the matter with you? Here's what I'm saying. As much as I can't stand him, we'd probably, we'd also probably murder him the other way if he was like, this is an outrage, and then someone's like, you did the same thing, dope. You know, like that, that wouldn't be a great look either. Maybe the best thing to do is to not give an opinion on it being good or bad because all you need to do as a news aggregator, is say, this happened, boy, that's unfortunate, and move on. Right, but that's right. Why do we always have to hear Florio's like, opinion Jerry on Springer's it? final thought? We don't need that from you, Florio. Or, you know what? There's other guys that write for your website. Let them write it. They're not the ones who made that mistake like you did 15 years ago, apparently. No, I thing with Springer, too. It's like, it's not... It's not good enough that we just see trailer trash taking paternity tests, throwing chairs at each other. Springer's got to come out in the end and give some breathy mm-hmm. Bob Costas. Be good to each other, everybody. No! Shut up! Yeah, I really... I That was something that didn't dawn on me at the time, but as I watched some of those back, where you see old episodes of Jerry Springer, you see clips of it... You watch a lot of them back? You streaming? Well, no, sometimes, you know, a clip will pop up and yeah. you go on YouTube and watch 10 minutes of just some of the trashiest moments of that show where this guy would go and play on every type of, whether it be misogyny, whether it be some kind of like, I, just some horrible stuff he would bring up to Whatever. the table. He knows what he right. is or he should know what he is. He'd bring all that up, get everyone in the audience mocking someone for, you know, their horrible, clearly these people needed help. A lot of these people probably should have gone to see therapist should have gotten counseling and instead what he did was like let's put your trash on tv and then at the end of it i'm gonna say now make sure you pick up that litter make sure hey just gonna tell you how i'm a good person no you're not you're right down there with everybody else you are you're in fact you're the ringleader of the slop you know it's slop a lot of the people who are living in the slop are like i've never known anything else what am i supposed to do who's the father gay like you're you're, you know that's a bad existence, and you're like, hey, let's just have fun with this and make fun of these people. You're the one trying to be the morality police here, and that's bad. Florio, you're the one who's always trying to be the morality police for everyone on the internet, but then suddenly when you've done it, you're like, oh, hey, who among us, right? Eh, we all do this stuff. Mm-hmm. Day baseball today. So the Guardians have already won their game. They beat the Rays by a score of 2-1. to one. 
Uh, what else do we have? We have the Cardinals crapping all over themselves. Mm-hmm. They were up 2 nothing in this game. It is now 6-2 Phillies going to the bottom of the ninth. Uh, Mariners are up 3 nothing in Toronto. There you top go. Top of the fifth. And your Mets in action tonight. Hosting the Padres. You feeling comfortable? You got your uh, Mech t-shirt on no, today? No, I don't, I don't feel comfortable at, uh, about anything with this team, but let's go. I'm, ho- I'm hopeful. I want it to happen, but uh, comfortable? No, I'm nervous as heck about this game. I they make it to the World Series. You going back? No. no? I mean, I'll, well, okay, I'll tell you what. Guardians, Mets, World Series? I would have to, right? It's in the state. There would be games here. I, I did go. I went to a World Series game. It was everything I could have dreamed of other than my team winning. That part didn't well, happen. Well, that's what I mean. You got to see him win the World well, Series. Well, no, but I'm saying the game I went to, even they lost. But that that experience was just something I will never... I could never top going again. Like, going again would just be like, well, this time they better win, and then what? If they lose, I got to keep chasing that? No, like, I had the top-of-the-mountain experience of getting to see my team in a World Series. Thing very few fans ever get to do. If I ever get to do it again, I'd be thrilled. I'm not chasing it or looking for it, is what I'm saying. All I want right now is I want the Mets to play more baseball games than the Braves. That's literally all I want out of this season. Tool of the Week is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An accident to watch out for. I-71 southbound at 11th Avenue. There's a crash in that area causing some delays from Weber Road. Please be careful over here. Also going to find an accident on West Broad Street at Hague Avenue. This accident does involve injuries. Caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Invisible Fence Brand's mission is to keep pets happy and safe with their forever families. Their exclusive technologies make their containment systems the most advanced on the market, giving your pet freedom to enjoy their yard and new confidence in their safety. Visit InvisibleFence.com to schedule your free consultation. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. The best tool, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's. Check out Conrad's in front of River Watch Tower and the Ozone Party each and every home game. Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, is opening soon at 71 West Schrock Road next to Kroger on the corner of West Schrock and State Street. Are you ready? I'm ready. Right, I got a lot of these. I'm going to go quickly. Trevor says, my guys. Who is your daddy? And what does he do? My tool of the week is any NFL person who gave me crap about soccer not being exciting enough. That was brutal last night, and you owe me an apology. Yep. It was brutal. Agreed. Uh, Noah Dude says, my guys. It's called Cabbage. I'm my tool of the week because I got way too excited when I found out my favorite radio personality also falls asleep to forensic files every night. So much so that I even joined Twitter just to share, you're not alone, man. Wow. What a connection. Me and Noah. Can't find a better man, says my guys. Brandon Jones. My tool is <laughs> whoever. What? Can't find a better man. 
Right, You're not going to do fine. that? Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, my God. My tool of the week is whoever decided to make the Ryan Day soundbite segment way more interesting. Yep, this is a positive tool, you bums. Look what you've done. With positive yikes. Now we have positive tools. I'm not the only Next. one with positive yikes. You do it, too, so shut up. Yeah. Uh, Mark says, my guys. That's right, boy. My tool of the week is the person who jumps six cars at a chicken finger restaurant. Instead of following the arrows and going around the restaurant, they just pull into the line and jump us knowingly. They even have traffic guards. Oh, no, you can't do that. No shame for that person. Nope. Uh, Micah says, my nominee is the guy in the silver Camry that was looking at his phone and didn't realize his lane was ending on Britain Parkway. He jumps the curb, almost wrecks in front of me. He sees me staring at him, and he flips me the bird. Well done, Best Buy employee. Oh, that's all kinds of bad. Uh, Catherine says, my guys. Ain't nobody got time for that. My tool of the week is the jack wagon that stole my car out of our driveway. Husband's car was totaled last week, so now we're carless. Bring on the delivery orders. That's ah, It sucks, Catherine. Uh, Curtis says, my guys. I was going for the triple pound up until I got the hemorrhoid. My tool of the week is the lady who ordered a DoorDash in Powell and made me drive to Delaware to drop it off to her and didn't give me a tip. Don't order if you're not going to tip. Tip. I wasted an hour round trip for nothing. Screw you. Hashtag GTH. Agreed. That sucks. Uh, Clowny. Clowny. Oh, now we're reading the top. Okay, Says now we're doing it. My chess cheaters. Mm. We had a kid go down there and punch the kid. Started a melee. It was my, a melee, yeah. My tool of the week is my bank that keeps sending me paper statements, even though I've asked and filled out paperwork to stop them do, from doing it twice. It cost me $5 every time they send one. Why would they do? That's dumb. $5 for a paper statement? Yeah, that's bad. Uh, Copper Dong says, my guys. <laughs> my tool of the week is the deer that jumped out in front of my wife and destroyed the front end of our car. Not only does the car need a full front replacement, the deer took a nice dookie under the headlight right before running off. Well, I'm going to guess that maybe the deer already had one loaded up in the chamber and maybe getting hit by a car <laughs> might have pulled the trigger. You know what I mean? But that sucks. That's a, I'm a, This is a time of year, man. I'm always nervous about the deer, but especially now when they're all getting a little active right before winter. They're in a rut, I want to say. Rut? So, yeah, I think it's where they get all horned up. Oh, they're, they're horny. They're in Horn heat. camp. Horn camp. Jizz soccer player. Horn camp. I you right. Country Smith says, mm. "My guys, you need a Hummer." My tool of the week is Caleb Porter. He knows what he did. That's right. Enough said. He, he does know. He sucks. He sucks. Uh, Jeffrey says, "My guys, you got him all hot." My tool of the week is Isaac, the winner of Would You Rather yesterday. As you read, the only warning for the poo would be the Fox injury music. I started to laugh, causing me to swallow the gum I was chewing, and I started choking, crying, and turning oh red. Oh, my gosh. Hashtag thanks for the bowel blockage. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, I'd be more worried about choking to death than what that's going to do in your stomach. But, okay, either way, sorry that happened, Jeff. That's uh, too bad. Yeah. Also, it's cool to meet a grown man who chews gum. Let him you- live. When was the last time you had a stick of gum? Like a week ago? Really? I haven't had gum in forever. It's not that I dislike gum. I just don't see a lot of dudes chewing gum. You don't? No. Did you you meet Thad Mata? Ever? 
I just like, assumed he was chewing have, on the inside of his have lip. Have you not seen like half the guys who are coached on the sidelines? They got their headset on. Well, like, that's that's sort of a stress thing. I'm just talking yeah. about regular dudes. It, oh, okay, regular, just regular dudes, dudes being dudes, just dudes. dudes. <laughs> just do, you ever dudes like you have dudes. like bad breath? And you're like, I should throw some gum in there for I a second. I have mints. Yeah, okay. Some people suck on a mint. I haven't seen any grown men sucking on mints other than you. God, I'm going to put a mint in right now. I have a quick bad mod of gum story for you if you go want. Go ahead, Teddy. Yeah, right on. Yeah, he, could, he was coming down to the radio station to do his show, and he was getting ready to walk in the studio, and we had these little canisters outside the uh, studio, and some people would put their you know, coffee cups or, or just paper cups there with their water. That's where they sat them outside. Yeah. Well, he didn't realize that wasn't trash, so <laughs> our production director had his cup out there, and Thad just kind of went and... Threw his gum into the uh, cup mm. and oh no, oh no, <laughs> it was, uh, the production director's uh, cup. Luckily, and he saw it happen. Oh, good. And, okay, yeah, he didn't drink the thad. He gum. didn't drink the thad gum, but he could have. It was close. Mm. Good to know. Uh, Bub says tool of the week are all the Reds fans for not celebrating a hundred losses. Plus, you had the lowest fan attendance in the last thirty years. Think about it. This is the only way you'll get a new owner. That's exactly right. Hashtag GTA. You are fans. The Reds fans' mission accomplished on the season. You guys did the right thing. Everybody else in that organization, not so much. Uh, Chris says, "I want to nominate whoever decided not to put preseason CBJ go- CBJ games on regular TV." Okay. All right. Uh, fair enough. Well, you got to put Reds games on. <laughs> Yeah. John. John. Jen. Says, my guys. <laughs> Wayne Fonts. <laughs> my tool of the week is my neighbor. Every time we see him, our dog get ex- gets excited and always wants to say hi. And he says how immature she is. She's not even two years old and she likes people. She's a puppy. How about you handle your dog better who's 11? Mm. Hashtag GTH. That's, yeah. That's right, John. John. You tell him. Mitch. Mitch? Says, my guys. Sexy time. My tool of the week is the random guy in the bar Saturday that thought I crop dusted him, so he shoved me and yelled, that your gas? Repeatedly at me. Mm. Mm. I didn't know what to say, but I wish I had one built up to blast him when I walked by later. What? Hashtag gas man. Man, I tell you, I have plenty of times been standing in a public space and gone, well, someone just crop dusted wherever we're standing Yeah, but you just here. wouldn't go up to a random no, person and say, I don't, you do that, man? It's not my job to go then figure out who's the culprit. That's that's a psychopath right there. Uh, John, John, says my guys. A lot of Johns. My tool of the week is the Milwaukee Brewers. So glad they traded away Josh Hader when they were in first place to now be on the outside of the playoffs in October. When you're a small market team, you got to take the chances when you get them. Mm. I do think Josh, Josh Hader wasn't great. had an epically bad second half of the season. Well, but I get, but your, your point, point is, yes, they I didn't understand. know that. They traded him away because he, they thought, well, we should give him to someone else because they're a real contender, not us. And that's dumb. Uh, Scott says, my guys. Jim Chiqua. My tool of the week has to be Draymond Green. Hashtag violence is not okay. Hashtag go to hell. Hashtag tool of the month. Mm. Will you pick a winner, please, Bob? Uh, yes, I am going to go with... You know what? I'm going to go with Noah Dude, who ended up joining Twitter just to tweet at us about forensic files. Let him live. Welcome to Twitter. Hey, Enjoy your Chops. Chops is here. Oh, I didn't... Hello. Hey, it's Chops. Hi, Chops. She's just got way too much energy, even blew the other dog. Yep. Whoever you said gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's. <laughs> Noah Dude. Noah, dude. The guy or the person who joined Twitter 
just to talk to you. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a nice gesture. Congratulations. That's completely wrong. <laughs> but it's the laugh at the end that gets me there. I, it's so sweet and innocent. And in reality, she's like, F all of you and this. None of this matters. She did the traffic for St. Louis. And then she said that. Mm-hmm. That's right. Old traffic report. That's completely wrong. <laughs> Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. <laughs> all right. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from I-71 southbound at 11th Avenue. All lanes have reopened in that area. And an accident involving injuries still being worked on on West Broad Street at Hague Avenue. Keep an eye out for the wrecker on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Your burrito prayers have been answered. Taco Bell's double steak grilled cheese burrito is back with that juicy steak smothered in nacho cheese with a three cheese blend that's grilled on top. At participating U.S. Taco Bell stores are in limited time only. Hours and participation vary. Dump the steak plan as compared to the steak quesadilla. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys, Bone Man. Hard working day for me. Half an hour show. Lots well, you of did work. do updates. Lots of work. Well, Bob's doing the high school football game tonight, too. So Bob, I don't, I don't yep. have to do that either. That Bob McElligot. Bob McElligot. Everybody's on a first-name basis with Timmy. Yeah, but Tim just walks around, and he'll just say, oh, George. And you're like, George? And he's like, George Washington, of course. And you're like, <laughs> my man, GW. Yeah, right. We all knew who you were talking about. You said George. You know who else does that? My five-year-old. <laughs> I'll just be in the kitchen, and she'll walk in and say, it didn't happen today. What? And then she'll go back to some conversation we had three days ago. Oh, it was yeah. in her brain, so she assumes that I'm on the same wavelength. You're just right there with her. You're the yeah. same way. Thank you. Ah, Tony, I saw Tony yesterday. <laughs> Who's Tony? <laughs> t- t- you know. <laughs> Tony. Tony the Tony, Tiger. Tony La Russa. Oh, Tony La Russa dead. you saw. No, not dead. Good just, friend of mine. Oh, God. Tony La Russa. He is? No, no, Tony LaRusso. Tommy Lasorda. Yeah, it's Tommy Lasorda. That's right. Different dudes, not even that's, Tony. That's right. That's right. One of one of them's alive. <laughs> one of them's, one of them's one your, of them's, your team's no. manager. One of them, not anymore. No, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's done, done now. He's dead from that. He's done now. Dead from that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, good. That's nice. But you don't get credit for being alive if you've got a little cheater in there. Just giving you a little zap every time. What you need one? <laughs> little that's like that's like corking your bat. Yes, you do. You get credit. Now he's a zombie. He's oh a, come on, he's, he's a blood sucking zombie. He's basically what would you say, Sammy Sosa. What would you say to like an organ? Someone who gets an organ donation? Then that's They're different. Like, what do you mean? That's, that's different. It's pumping got a, on its own. They got a whole cheating system no, put no, in. No, they no. got a whole uh, in your logic. All that person got was a little zapper. It is a whole separate. It is a whole separate organ. It's somebody else's organ, right? You should never. I mean, well, theoretically, I, you should never. But your body has accepted it. I want to be clear. I am pro all of it. Zappers, yes. organ donation. I'm yes. pro all that. You're the one throwing out cheating allegations on someone who gets a little pacemaker in to help their heart tick. Would anybody even want organs from a guy like me, though? 
No, oh, I don't think so. I mean, of course, they would. I think that could be dangerous. I've I've seen How's some of these some your, of these stories a lot? about how when you get an organ from somebody, you take on their personality. That's not. <laughs> Right, that's not a, right. That's not yeah. a thing. It's a real thing, Bo. I, not not a real I thing. saw it on Rogan's show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real thing. So, so not a real thing. It exists. Yeah, my mentality, if it seeps into my organs, oh, yeah. and then somebody yeah. takes a part of me, I mean, you'll wind up dead within five years anyway. Mm-hmm. I think they would know when they opened up and pulled your heart out and be like, this thing is black as coal. You'd be like, well, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. of course. Cause, yeah, exactly. But the, like, your liver might be fine if you're not drinking Mine's too not, much. Mine's fatty. Can't take mine. I know that all those we fatty lipids. Mm-hmm. I do. I do have some lipid Got a lot problems. Of lipids. You're a big on the lipids. Yeah. Lipi- thick, thick lipids. Lipids are bad. Oh, they're like it's like gravy. Yeah. It's like Thanksgiving gravy. What does a lipid look like? Why do thick lipids sound like something you're not allowed to say on the radio? I don't know what. But get we're your mind out of the gutter. Chunky it just lipids. doesn't sound appropriate. I don't know why. Fatty lipids would be a, a good band name. Yeah. It actually would be excellent. Just walk out of the Fatty Lippins is a saxophone player from 1930. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Fatty Lippins. How's everybody doing? Who who is the uh, the pool player? It's very smoky. I feel like... (laughs) What are you talking about? Who is the billiards player? Billiards player? Yeah, yeah. That's Domino. That's Domino? I was... (laughs) Was that oh, a Minnesota, billiards player? Minnesota Fats. Minnesota, Minnesota <laughs> Fats, right? Fats. Jackie Gleason? Hey, everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fatty Lippins here. <laughs> Fats Russell was the Big Ten basketball player. Oh, there's... um. Why is that? That's made me think of something else now that's going to that's gonna completely derail the show. I can't remember. Never mind. All right, what's I coming up anything? on the Buckeye show? Right? I said anything. Coming up tonight, final walk through Ohio State and Michigan State. Heavy, heavy favorites tomorrow for the first road game. Some beers and Buckeyes with our friend, Pat. Patrick Murphy from 24-7 Sports. Oh, God. Uh, Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. I was thinking instead of fats, I was thinking of Slick Watts. Who was uh, one of the better players in Sonic's basketball history back in the 70s. Slick Watts. Slick Watts? Look him up. Look him up. He was a thing. He was a big thing back in the day. Anyway, enough about that. Uh, some sad news. I guess a, a bringing a conclusion to a sad story here. The family of Helena Hutchins, the cinematographer killed on the movie set Rust in 2021 when the gun went off, Alec Baldwin, that whole situation. Apparently, they have reached an undisclosed settlement in the wrongful death lawsuit filed against the actor and the production company, according to a statement released by the attorneys. Uh, interestingly enough, they did say Matthew Hutchins, the widower of Helena Hutchins, who was killed on set, will become an executive producer on the film. I bring this up only to say everyone in this seemed reasonably amicable at the end of this whole horrible situation where they all said, hey, we just want to do right by this woman who died. We want to make the project that she cared about. We want to take care of her son. And so all a lot of the proceeds from this movie are going to go to her and her, you know, her memory and family and all that. Um, but they all seem to be very amicable on the way this all ended, which is, I guess, good for the people involved. But they are also saying this movie will continue and will be made. So I just can't imagine showing up to work the next day after all of that. How you go back and say, all right, let's where do we leave off and just keep on going? I don't know how they would, but apparently they will. Did they do something to Alec? 
What do you mean? What happened to Alex? Well, no, now that the the lawsuit that they had put against him will now just... I mean, he's paying money to this family along with That's it? other people in the production company. Well, this is the settlement because there wasn't a law technically. It was an accident. It was an accidental situation. Alex but. got a lot of things to worry about. He's got fatty lipids. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's right. got a fake Spanish wife who keeps popping out kids. He's got a giant head. I forgot about his wife using the accent that she doesn't actually own. Right. I forgot about that. And they just keep that. getting kids, even though it doesn't match up with her birthing them. Oh. Like, that's... she has some of them, and then just mysteriously other kids show up. Then Brad Pitt comes over and chokes them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things in Hollywood that are not good. What a story way. to finish the Well, week. I got one to finish on real quick. Go ahead. Three-time Pro Bowler, Le'Veon Bell. Will be making his pro boxing Great. debut have, on October twenty ninth. Brain damage versus Uriah Hall. So there you go. If you want to see Le'Veon Bell get back and do something, now you can. Good for good for him. Buckeye show is coming up next. High school football at six thirty. High school. <laughs> what? Why? No. <laughs> Just because. That's crazy. Or sometimes you say it. High school. Hi. Hey everybody. High school football. High school football. High school football. High school football. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> None we'll of us see, do. See you Monday. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident just cleared from the roadway of West Broad Street at Hague Avenue. All lanes have reopened in that area, and you're going to find some slowdowns on 71 Southbound between Cook Road and 11th Avenue. Plan on some backups in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by UPSJobs.com. Ready to work for the best? Join UPS for Job Fest on October 7th or 8th to learn about becoming a UPSer for the holiday season. Learn more at UPSJobs.com slash Job Have a great weekend, folks. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.